This week on the BAMFCAST. The BAMFCAST has been de-goused. Bing. What star? We're in. All right, and welcome to the BAMFCAST. Hey, hey BAMFCAST. Episode 317. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Jokes have ceased. I like it. <laughs> nope. Oh. Sure. Wait. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the BAMFCast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half. Good. Then we rate them. Good bad movies. Enjoyable bad movies. They got one of five jocks. and robot jocks. Robot jocks. The bad, bad movies is to stay away. They get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags as in douchebags after Twilight. Oh, dear God, no. Oh, it's not our thing. We don't like it. So, uh, here we are in March. Yeah. In what was supposed to be a theme-free year, mostly. Nope. <laughs> not so much. Nope. Nah. Uh, we're doing March to Russell Madness, which now brings us to 1995's Tough and Deadly, starring Billy Blanks and Roddy Piper. That's Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. Oh, rowdy. 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 Rowdy it is. So, uh, plot summary? Yeah, why don't you do that? All right, cool. Elmo Freach is a private investigator and was contracted by John Portland, a CIA agent who suffers amnesia in order to reveal a dubious case of drug smuggling in, in which are involved big fishes of the CIA and from Washington. <laughs> <laughs> what? I like to read them as they're written. Oh, you didn't rewrite that one. I did not. Jeez. He's he's not contracted, but that no, no. that thing's wrong. He, all right. It's all wrong. I just like the dubious case. <laughs> it is very dubious. Super dubious. Uh yeah, this one's uh directed by Bam Castellum, Steve Cohen, who directed Martial Law. Martial Law from the nineteen ninety theme year. Yeah. Starring <laughs> David Carradine and Cynthia Rothrock. That's mm-hmm. correct. And Steve McQueen's son. Chad. Chad. <laughs> yes. Chad. Yep. Yeah. The less cool McQueen. Chad. I think that's not <laughs> arguable. Yeah. But this one's tough and deadly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Say, have you seen Back in Action? <laughs> I have what? not, actually. Well, I have. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. let me sell you on another movie. Okay. It's kind of like it. All right. It's got the same two lead actors. Whoa. Mm-hmm. And a whole bunch of people getting kicked in the face. All right. I, I guess I can buy that. Yeah. I wonder if Billy Blanks, like, if he negotiated his contract, that he get he got paid by kick to the face. I would imagine, like, for each scene, the stunt coordinator was like, okay, Billy, what do you want to do here? And he's like, well, I'm going to kick everybody <laughs> in the face. <laughs> All right. Just Billy's kicking everybody it. in the face today. <laughs> Don't stop me. I... <laughs> Trying something new here. <laughs> I think I want to kick this guy in the face. Okay. Yeah. Well, Billy wants to kick a guy in the face. Let's go. <laughs> I don't know. I think this guy might need to get kicked in the face. You're probably right. This guy's not going to see me coming. He's just going to walk down the hall. Uh, and I'm going to kick him in the face. Oh, uh, mm, so many mm-hmm. guys get kicked in the face. Yeah. Yeah, they do. I wish we had done a kick counter. Oh, we, 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 is there you, a supercut of this one too? Like there was the for back in action. You need one of those things like when people walk into like stadiums, like something you can yeah. just. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. It might, do come, it might roll over. Now, when he does a double foot to the face, does that count as two kicks? Yes, oh, yeah. Does. Face? Oh, yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Well, I'm talking, leg, I'm talking like the one where he simultaneously used yeah. both feet. Okay. Because yeah. there's also the like kick off the chest and then kick the face move. That's a chest kick and a face kick. One face but kick. But the other one with two feet to the face, double face kick. Yep. Yep. 
counting it. <laughs> All right. But yeah. So that's back in action. Oh, wait. No, <laughs> no, it's, no. it's not. It's tough and deadly. <laughs> Correct. There are 300 face kicks, then some explosions, the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah. Let's rate it. Uh, we can talk about it a little bit more, probably. Oh, uh, I would think we? so. Skosh. Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, the biggest thing about this movie is that funky, maybe not even about this movie, plot summary aside, at no point do you really have a super firm grasp on what's going on other than dudes getting kicked in the face. Mm-hmm. Because there's what seems to be a fancy mansion. Well, first, there's a car driving for a while, like mm-hmm. all throughout the credits. And it's Billy Blanks arriving in like a shitty little i don't know is it a citron I mean, that's what you said but i mean it's like it's a foreign car of some kind that we don't have here and it's tiny and it looks kind of funny to him getting out of it mm-hmm. essentially yes um but he comes up to this mansion and comes you know goes inside and you know there, there's armed dudes there's there's obviously like bad things going on here mm-hmm. and he, he he rolls in like wearing a duster but like underneath his dress clothes it's it's mm-hmm. a really weird fashion choice like he's got Hey, the, man, it was 1995. I know. He's just got the, like, 95-style collar that kind of goes and, like, almost covers up the entire, t- you know, knot of the tie mm-hmm. kind, you know, style collar, and he's just got this duster on over it. But he sits down, they start to talk business, and meanwhile, there's some, you know, dudes outside scoping the place out, like, we're going to we're gonna take this shit down. Mm-hmm. It's a squad of toughs. Yeah. Led yeah. by Bamcast alum Richard Norton. Yeah. Norton. Who's been in a bunch of stuff. He has. Never really gets his due. And doesn't get it here either. No. But, but uh, I mean, they, they roll up and, like, they hop over, like, one little ledge. And then it's like, we got grappling hooks, yo. Scale and this house. Let's mm-hmm. scale this house. Yeah. And they just start sneaking in and, you know, silencing people with their oh, silencers. Oh, and they're murdering everyone. I <laughs> yeah. mean, there's, the like, The butler a, goes first. Yeah, the butler gets it. There's a lady just sitting there reading a book and drinking wine and... She gets she it. Gets what it did she forehead. do to deserve getting shot in the oh, forehead? Wrong place, wrong time, man. Yeah. She's whining too much. Yeah, <laughs> but and they've got like video footage, you know, they they actually drill a hole. They go they get upstairs, drill a hole in the ceiling mm-hmm. and put one of those little pipe um, video cameras. Yeah. And they're like, they're down it. there and they're like, all right, you got but targets at nine o'clock and two o'clock. Yeah. As they're sitting on the couch talking to each other. And Billy Blanks immediately like knows something's up because mm-hmm. he's able like the guy turns the corner the one dude gets capped in the in the forehead that's talking to him yep and the other one tries to fire a dart at billy blanks which he jumps behind the couch and dodges and then commences to start kicking people in the face (laughs) yep right away (laughs) a lot of people get kicked in the face yeah my note for this is in all caps face kick party (laughs) that's fair yeah it's mainly there's a point where i was like does he even know how to punch because all he's done is kick. Yeah. Well, he he dives out of the chair to avoid the dart. And then, like, guy busts in and silence kills the dude he was talking to, the important mm-hmm. guy. And then it's just, like, spin kick party. You know, he's just oh yeah kicking, like, these guys out and, like, through the doors and windows and everything. Over balconies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's mainly between him and Richard Norton. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just. Yeah. And t- then there's one other henchman that kind of chi- helps a little bit. And that guy eventually gets kicked off, like, a ledge. Yeah. Because, you know. Yeah. Well, he gets defenestrated and then kicked off a ledge. Right. Yeah. But yeah. At some point, somebody shoots Billy Blanks with a dart, like after he's beaten the crap out of everyone. Yeah. And then he gets groggy and groggier. And then they just beat the crap out of him. For a long time. Like he continues to sort of try and fight. 
And they're just mad that the face kick party was happening, I guess. Because they just, they're, yeah. you know, it's the one guy pinning the arms back and the other one just punching him in the gut over and over and over. Yeah. So, yeah, they've they've yeah. knocked that guy out. Yep. So, well, they, yeah, I mean, someone's up to no good here. At this point, we basically know nothing about anything that's going right, on. Right, exactly. No. The, the, the conversation lasted for about 20 seconds before face kicking started. Mm-hmm. It was there was no time to establish anything that was happening. No, here. no, nothing. Yeah. No, but so like for all we know, Blanks is a bad guy. We don't really know. Like, I mean, he seems to be in a place with shady shit going on just because mm-hmm. we've seen movies. But, <laughs> you know, he gets taken away by these other guys. Who's like, well, this is kind yeah, of. But it's also too. it's also made clear, obviously, that they don't want him dead. Right. Because they're trying to hit him with the dart. Right. To so, yeah. tranquilize him. So they've got him. He's like a tiger. <laughs> yes, he's like a tiger. Mm-hmm. That's the only way they can approach him without getting kicked in the yeah. face. Meanwhile, back in shitty LA. Mm-hmm. There's a shitty hotel with Shrub a whole hotel. bunch of shitty lowlifes hanging out in it doing drugs. Shrugs. Mm, with a shrugs. hooker. Mm-hmm. And Roddy Piper is there to bring one of them to justice. Oh, yeah. Because he's a skip tracer. He's a skip tracer slash... P.I. Yes. And he's there to get Tiny, who's a big guy. Mm-hmm. Ha ha. Doing a lot of PCP. That's an ironic name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, they're doing they're doing the drugs. And <laughs> and Roddy's just like, all right, come on. Let's let's get this over with. Let's go. Yeah. And they're like, no, I'm doing this last line before I leave. Well, there's another guy, like his crime partner is in the room. And there's a shotgun over in the corner and he keeps like acting like he's going to go for mm-hmm. it. And Piper's like, you're not worth anything to me. Go ahead. No. Try it. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't he say I'm looking forward to shooting you? Yeah, basically. Yeah. It's like, you're, you're not worth a nickel to mm-hmm. me. <laughs> yeah. But eventually the, the guy's like, I got to do my last line. He's like, no, we're going. Mm-hmm. And the guy ends up tossing the table at him and they get in a brawl in the room mm-hmm. and the thing about Piper, I wonder if guys, if like stuntmen enjoyed working with him or not, because there seemed to be some like genuine hits going on. This scene in the seemed way like, he does a lot of stuff. Yeah, this scene seemed like, hey guys, destroy this room, yeah. just fucking murder this room. Yeah, but I mean, it's almost like I wonder, like the whole Keith David they live thing, where they're like, yeah, we rehearsed it, we figured it out. If like if he thought that's how they all are supposed to go. <laughs> Or what? Because, I mean, like, there's a part where he just wails on this one guy. I mean, just yeah. wails on him. Yeah. I mean, it, it, like, and when he it hits the like dude he, with he, the chair, I mean, it may be a breakaway chair, but he hits him, like, as hard as he possibly yeah. can with that chair. There was a point there when he was kind of going at him, like, hitting him and stuff. It was like, dude looked like he was actually angry at this other actor. Yeah. yeah. Like, they had beef. Yes. Like he, like, went, <laughs> he went in a fugue state yeah. and was just... Well, yeah. I mean, it's... He saw Hogan and it was just like, man, I'm so <laughs> mad at you. Roddy Piper, professional actor who happens to participate in a slightly combat sport. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. I'm just saying, it looked like, he, you know, he looked like he genuinely was angry at this guy, yeah. the way he was punching at him. But, but it also his works. Entire previous oh, career. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because all these fight scenes are fun because they sure. feel like they hurt. Yeah. You know? Dudes are getting hit. Yeah. And, and eventually he's like chasing these guys up on a roof. And going back and forth, and like he's 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 got that you know, he's got that charm about him. Like he's able to give those facial expressions. Like oh come on, yeah. Like because he's chasing Tiny, and Tiny is running for his life. Like he's never run ever. Mm-hmm. And the other guy keeps like catching up with him. And Piper's just like God, why don't you just give it up? And yeah. he like keeps like kicking him, kicks him down a ladder. Eventually, like tosses the guy off one roof onto an empty pool in another roof. 
Yeah. Which that guy is dead. Yeah. Dead. Which murders that guy. Murders that guy. <laughs> Straight up murders that guy. Yeah. And then he's you know and then cut to he's he's beaten up tiny and the cops are taking him away and he's like oh I'm sticking with you so I can get my get my reward for this guy. And they're and, like, well, I've killed another yeah, one, huh? Yeah, and it's also established that cops are like, yeah, whatever. You know, as always with any skip tracer or private investigator, the cops are like, ah, just stay out of the way. Let us do our jobs. Right. Nah. <laughs> yes. Nah. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. So now we've been introduced to our two main guys. Yes. Mm-hmm. No idea how they'll come in connection nope. with each other, but. Let me tell you how that happens, All Chuck. Right. Yeah, because they meet up at the hospital because. Previously to this in the timeline, mm-hmm. uh, Blanks has been tied up, put in a car with there's like doctor guy in the back seat and two toughs in the front seats. Mm-hmm. And doctor guy's like, yeah, I gave him a mixture of like, you know, it's true, a- true serum LSD and something else. Like, you know, it's everything you could inject a human person. Right. With. It's heroin. Just, yeah. It's yeah. just I, he's just I injected him with some heroin, some weed. <laughs> yeah. Some, some kind speed of balls. Some kind of fish paralyzer. Yeah. yeah. Some Flintstones vitamins. Yeah. yeah. Ketamine yeah. and like right when he's like, I'm Six gonna give ounce. him even more of it. He's gonna love it. <laughs> Billy Blanks just kind of wakes up and punches that guy with his face. Yes. Yep. <laughs> he headbutts that guy. Yep. Kicks the driver in the back of the head. Uh huh. Is able to kick the other guy somehow, so he goes flying out the windshield of the car mm-hmm. and promptly gets his shit run over. <laughs> like kathunk, kathunk, run over. Yep. Yeah. He really murders that guy. Yeah, where they like as in they show the car kathunk kathunk over the guy, not like shake the camera inside mm-hmm. the car. Like, no, let's get a wide shot of this car running over this thing. Yep. Yep. That guy's really dead. Yeah. <laughs> and the doctor's just out because he's a doctor. He's not a fighter. He's not a fighter. No. Oh, damn it. Damn it. But, uh, <laughs> he basically decides to use the handcuffs to steer the car by choking mm. the guy that's driving. Yep. So he just you know, mixes him up enough that it's like, you know, he basically makes him run off the road. That's probably not his best plan because this car like hits an embankment and just goes end over end. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just it car wheels. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> For somebody who hates puns as much as you do. That's what? the second time tonight. You've really tried hard to sell that pun. That's why I said it so horribly <laughs> because it's so terrible. Like all puns. You're terrible. Uh, <laughs> terrible. Hmm. So anyway, yes. Yes, the jury's out on that one. But the, uh, yes, the, the car, car is wrecked. It is the car is wrecked, and so is Billy Blanks, because he has to crawl his way out of it. And it, it, this is the kind of wreck, like, it should have exploded, but because Billy Blanks was in the car, it doesn't. Yeah. So he crawls out. I mean, you know, he suddenly, his clothes are like incredible Hulk clothes. You know, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> you know, when he's back to Bruce Banner, it's just, yeah. they're, they're not non-existent. And he somehow manages to crawl his way out into the center of a street of this like two lane highway and like Earl's bus company is coming around the corner, <laughs> his charter bus and almost hits him and, you know, essentially just calls the police and they mm-hmm. take him to the hospital. Yes. You know, but it's like, you know, they don't even waste like this. It's like, you know, bus has to stop inches from hitting him. And of course it's like just a little bit of action guys in every scene, every scene. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, he's being wheeled into the hospital as Roddy Piper is letting tiny go. And he's like, Hey, who's that? You know, <laughs> he's yeah. looked like he's yeah. up to no good. Well, he, he, yeah, he's like his, his story. Well, there were chains on his yeah, ankles. He's, he's, he's all chained up and yeah. obviously he looks like Billy Blanks. He's all muscled up. He's like, well, this guy looks like he might be up to no good. I mean, mm-hmm. what's going on here? <laughs> this might be a bounty or something. Who's this tough guy? Yep. But yeah, so he, I, he, as with a lot of things, he pulls the, oh, I don't know. Let me just pretend to be whatever. So like he walks up to this cop or uh, 
a doctor that's wheeling him in. He's just like, I'm a detective. Like, you know, throw him for one second of a badge. Yeah. It's like, who? Oh, hi, can, detective. What can you tell me about this guy? <laughs> and the guy's really cooperating. He's just like telling him everything he needs to know. He's like, what do you know? He's like, you've been very helpful. And he's like, my detective thing didn't work. <laughs> like, yeah. It seemed like it was working all right there. Yeah. yeah you just kind of roll with it. You really more. got all that information that the patrol man had, but right. mm-hmm. that was it. But yeah, so he he exits out of there for mm-hmm. a while. He's yeah. got to come up with a better plan. Yeah, at this point, we are introduced to the CIA, who are in, like, the world's darkest room. It's one of those X-Files, like, only the guys who are sitting at the table are lit, yep. completely black behind them. Where... Well, they all have, the like, the gold and green lawyer lamp in oh, front yeah. of them, so, like, it's super directional lighting, and they all have their own. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, so it's just basically, like, the only thing that's yeah, lighting their faces is because it's, like, shooting down at the desk and bouncing back up at them. Mm-hmm. So. It would be pitch black in there right. if, it, if, there, if it weren't for those yeah. valiant lamps. Right. <laughs> but it's that X-Files style, like, we are meeting about something important in, in secret. secret. Right. Yeah. But, yeah, it's yeah, just... Like, and that's folders. where the dude from Poltergeist, like, was like, we need to get him back. We need to get Quicksilver back. Right. Yeah, because we didn't know his name or anything about him up to this point. It's just like, yeah, he's an operative. He may have gone rogue, possibly. Yeah. We don't really know. They do do the awesome thing where they like have the eyes only file and they all have to break the seal on it to yep. check it out. And it's just a folder with two pictures in it. Yep. <laughs> it's like, this is what Billy Blanks looks like. We called him Quicksilver. He was at this guy's house. Everyone in this house is dead. Mm-hmm. Here's Quicksilver. Yep. Where he at? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. And where he at is in the hospital. <laughs> yes. Yes, he is. Where... Piper has come back because he's like, oh, I need a, I need to find a new lead on this guy. There's something going on here. Get his prints. Well, yeah, yeah. he sneaks in to, to take his uh, fingerprints. That's what mm-hmm. he's doing. Yep. So he's in the room uh, wearing a lab coat or a doctor's coat, you know. And there he, is a, oh, God. There's a great, when, when he gets in the the <laughs> hospital, he like shows the badge again to the receptionist. And he's like, yeah, I'm Detective Brody Piper. Um, <laughs> with, you know, can you tell what can you tell me about the the John Doe? Do they ever find an ID? She's like, no, we got nothing. We don't know who he is. He had nothing on him. And he's like, oh, well, what room was he in? I'll check with the with the doctor tomorrow. So of course he goes down the hall, but he goes into a door, and it's one of those jump cuts where it's just the door really? shuts, and then when he comes out, he's in a doctor's uniform, right. yeah. like literally a split second later. Yeah. But yeah, then he goes in there and of course... Yeah, he's taking his fingerprints, like getting his fingerprints and like a guy comes in to kill him, of course, because mm-hmm. they're not done with him. He's a guy comes in and he's like hiding behind... Well, isn't the, it Norton again? Oh, is it? I thought it was just another random dude. No, it's not Norton. Oh, no, yeah. that's right. Because yeah, yeah, it can't be. Well, yeah, because he's he's hiding behind like the curtain where, you know, mm-hmm. you could have some privacy or whatever and sees a dude pull a gun out and you know screw on the silencer and he's like, won't have any of this and starts to fight him and doesn't fight him very long because he basically defenestrates this dude too, yeah. like out the whatever floor yeah, ho- third of the floor so another dead guy and it just immediately cut to like now there's a doctor and a nurse in the room just like oh my <laughs> and now the cops are like well just doing up the paperwork here you managed to kill another guy mm-hmm. good job yeah yeah and, well well the thing is like he he gets that piper annoyed look on his face they're like oh we're gonna have to call the cops about this and he's like oh, oh all yep. right so cut to next morning where billy blanks is awake and Piper comes in. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the guy who saved you, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you recognize the dude who I chucked out a window? And he's like, no. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, don't know I who don't, I am. And I, don't I wouldn't trust recognize you either. me either. Yeah. And the cops earlier said, you're a butt face. And you're <laughs> yeah. you're yes. a screw you're up. You're a pain in the ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, ah. Yeah, you better come, yeah, so better come with me if you want to live. So yeah. it's established quickly that Billy Blanks has amnesia. Yes. He's like, and you better come with me if you want to live because there's guys kind of trying to kill you. You better like leave right now. He's like, nah, I don't think I trust you at all. Mm-hmm. 
And, and Piper just walks out and he's like, fine, fucking die then. <laughs> and Cut scene. to black. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, <laughs> that's one hell of an yeah. ending for your movie. <laughs> yeah. But I don't, I don't know. I guess he just leaves him for a while because he comes back later that day and like we see there's a shady doctor, you know, with the mm-hmm. with the syringe of whatever that's going to kill him, like sneaking towards his room, like nobody's suspicious, just yeah. walking around the hospital with an open syringe, mm-hmm. and, uh, and <laughs> yeah, like you do, yeah. And yeah. so, uh-huh. like, he comes in and is like, "We need to go, like, right now." Yeah, like there's there's dudes coming to kill you. The guards aren't on your door. Like, we need to go now. So throw them in, you know, nurse's outfit, you know, scrubs, scrubs, mm-hmm. yeah, and um. Like, and it's like out out the hospital we go and it, like I don't know the doctor never like stops them there's no more action there it's just like yeah so we we're f- out of the hospital yeah. we foiled that plan ha mm-hmm. ha ha so <laughs> yeah ran out of budget we didn't have <laughs> yeah, we didn't pretty know. much couldn't so yeah they just go back to Piper's place to to stay for the night mm-hmm. yeah Piper's pit yeah yeah and at some point they go back to the CIA who's like we we can't track him down we don't know where he is yeah or, or actually no they have tracked him down they they found a John Doe yeah. Found a John Doe. Match the description. Yeah. And <laughs> eventually one of them just goes, Quicksilver's been degaussed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, then like we're going to continue to monitor him. Bang. Yeah, monitor him, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got uh, what you did uh, there. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, we just, we love the phrase, Quicksilver's been degaussed. It's mm-hmm. pretty good. Like, no one's ever said that before out loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And now, 20 years later, where nobody uses magnetic media or monitors that need to be degaussed. No idea what it means. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe that should be the exclusive look, look, use of that phrase, is wiping an assassin's memory. Look up a YouTube video, kids. I don't yeah. Know, just, you know, yeah, kids. There's a button on old monitors. Mm. Go, <laughs> oh, it was the best. <laughs> Boy, oh, but you couldn't do it too often. No. Like you had to, you had to you had, there was like up. a waiting period, yeah. you know? Because the capacitor had to charge. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then you can oh. push it again. It, it was the best. Degaussing was the best. It was the best. Yes, it was Screw the, your flat panel monitor. It was it was the vibra slap of the computer world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now they're hanging out in Piper's office. And Piper's like, well, what am I going to call you? Well, I'll just throw a knife at this map on the wall. Your mm-hmm. name's John Portland. <laughs> yeah, because like, it's Portland with well, a he, knife. He's like, Portland? And he's like, yeah, well, another inch and you... <laughs> It would have been Puget Sound. <laughs> he's, right, like, like he's like, we're in Portland's book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just thought it was a pretty good joke. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> yeah, there's some interaction with the secretary. He's got a secretary Mo. named Mo. It's a lady. Dresses yeah. like a 90s hey, lady. Yeah. Super high Elf ears. pants and <laughs> weird Helen Hunt haircut. And mm-hmm. just, you know, 90s lady. Like if yep. I said 90s lady, you would go, oh, okay, her. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much. And I, <sighs> yeah, but but eventually they just they have this long montage of Piper going. Well, we got to get you in shape. Well, basically he goes like, "You want to start healing?" And he's like, "Well, yeah, you bet I, I do." But he doesn't tell him what it is. It's just, and then it's just, it's a montage. It's yeah. an exercise montage. It's a training montage Cut to them running in the park. But Billy Blanks is injured, so he's not running right. very so he's well. Limping for, for well, he's yeah. holding his side because he probably has a broken rib or something from the sure. car crash. And yeah, they're it, doing some some pull ups. Some sit-ups, some uh-huh. run-ins. Yep. And then all of a sudden, Billy Blanks just turns it on. He's like, I'm better now. Yeah. I assume it's at least a week's time. I don't know. They never change their clothes. That's a little mm-hmm. distressing. Eh. Yeah. The, the, the entire they, montage is a, is a reverse Rocky Three. It's weird. These two bond, <laughs> yeah. like, so quickly, because they are quickly just grab-assing and, you know, helping each other do pull-ups and just... Yeah. 
oiling each other out. Just uh, it's constant, just like playing touching volleyball, and, yeah. flexing while they're looking at their watches. And then it's just like they're running, and then there's an ice cream truck. <laughs> Roddy Piper's like, "Ooh, ice cream!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> just stops to eat ice cream. Billy Blanks runs a good another hundred yards. No, Billy Blanks runs. He's like running, and then realizes he's gone, and he, and he cuts back, and Roddy's like eat this popsicle all goofy like, and Blanks is like doing a full on like Jean Claude split next to him. Like mm-hmm. I'm just doing stretches <laughs> over just here, flex. Yeah. yeah, Piper's looking at him like, "All right." No. Yeah. Yeah. And eventually they get back to, you know, it's time has passed. Yes. And now he's like, all right, well, you want to help me go find some guys? <laughs> you know, we got to track down, got to trace some skips. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. He basically puts him to work. He's just like, all right, let's yeah. go do stuff. Yeah. But before that happens, yeah, the yeah, secretary is like, you need to tell him your story. Yeah. And and Piper's like, oh, I don't I'm, yeah. No. Yeah. He's like, well, he says, I'm like, why aren't you a cop anymore? Or something mm-hmm. like that. Why are you an ex-cop? Yeah. He's like, ah, you don't want to hear this story. It's too long. And like, th- they have the weirdest office. I just have to say, like, yeah. it's this like large room with a fake sectioned off set of rooms. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It, it's clearly it's just a, in a warehouse. Somewhere. Yes, I know. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's it's bizarre because like they make her sit in like this area outside, but yet there's a empty window. So it's like, why don't you just sit in the same room? <laughs> there's no privacy. Yeah, <laughs> it's just. It's bizarre because like is. first she's just like talking through the window like tell him the real story and then like she has to come like around this like little corridor to come back in the main room and it's weird like it's like six and a half foot partitions that are wood paneling but essentially the story is like there was you know at the time everyone was supposed to carry police issued thirty eight and Piper knew that he was going into some shit so he carried his Berettas probably with you know twice as many rounds in it or more yep. and so like you know he, he basically got you know saved his life and he got the job done but mm-hmm. his chief yelled at him for you know breaking the rules and carrying the wrong gun he said like chief tried to slap me with 14 days so i slapped him with 15 stitches mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> ha, ha. <laughs> and then it's like the best part is now they all nine millimeters the standard right issue well that's what she says and yeah. he's just like yeah that's the best part yeah, it's best great part. <laughs> so good <laughs> yeah he's like anyway come on let's go yep. find some guys <laughs> Yep. So they go to the bar. It's like a country bar. Yeah. They're looking for a guy. Yeah, they're, they're just, just like this guy tracking down a guy. We need this guy. Mm-hmm. So and and Piper's like, all right, I'm going to go talk to this dude. Just hang out at the bar. And they both get a shot. And Billy Blanks can't handle it because he's Billy Blanks. He right. keeps his body pure. Yes. But yeah, so he ends up drinking an orange juice from the bar. <laughs> but as he, he as he is going to the bathroom, he gets bumped by one person and bumped into this really tall dude who spills his beer on the lady he's talking to mm-hmm. and says, Oh, you, you, what, yeah, you did bad thing. I right. don't like you. Billy blanks. That shirt costs $10. Well, no, that's when he comes back. Cause oh, Billy yeah. blanks goes to the bathroom. Oh, and, right. and at some point Roddy Piper had told him like, well, we need to be quick about this. And he, and Billy blanks got the <gasps> quick. Oh, right. What does that mean? Quick, quick, quick. Yeah. And he's looking in the mirror and he's like, quick sand. Quick, quick step something. Because the yeah, this yeah. was step two. Quick okay. stir. There was yeah. another quick thing out. Quick, there. quick stir. Quick milk. <laughs> quick. Mm-hmm. Yes, quick milk. Yeah. Strawberry quick. <laughs> That's my name. I'm Agent Strawberry <laughs> Quick. <laughs> quick three arena. <laughs> I, mean, mm, I can't figure it out. Quick time yeah. event. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so he comes back out, and of course the guy's like. I'm still waiting on that apology. <laughs> right. You know, it says that critter shirt costs $10. You owe me $10. And Billy Blank's like, no, I don't think so. And gets in a big bar brawl where so he, he proceeded to cost $50,000 worth of damage to the bar. This is the best part because like big dude, like Billy Blanks doesn't know he can fight right now. So like 
big dude just kind of hits him a couple times and throws him over the bar. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and the guy's like, yeah. yeah. And like this dude comes back out of nowhere. Apparently it's just like, <laughs> Biggest high five ever. He's yeah. like, fucking yeah, yeah. dude. You, you fucking wrecked that murdered guy. that guy. <laughs> and then, like, and then, <laughs> like, so many things in this movie. Like, you're just like, high five. And then it's just kick from over the <laughs> yeah, bar. From yeah. off screen. Yeah. Yep. Kick from off screen to the big dude. And he takes out big dude and throws him over the bar relatively quickly. Yeah. And then, for whatever reason, I mean, granted, <laughs> high five guy is like, hey, why are you hitting my high five brother here? But, like, the high five dude gets it bad because like yeah, his his uh, his opening salvo like he kind of does like the he just works his punches up his body because like he starts in like like the crotch to the gut to the chest to the face to mm-hmm. kick you in the face and then throw you over the bar and it's mm-hmm. just like wow that yeah. dude yeah. took it so much worse and all he did was high five <laughs> and piper came back at some point and was watching it and like huh yeah that's pretty yeah. cool wow this guy can do stuff yeah <laughs> but yeah but that that poor high five guy he got wrecked <laughs> he didn't deserve it that bad. I'll teach you. You don't well, sign with a bully. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't high five a bully. Nope. Words to live by. Because there's always factions in these bar fights. Always. Like it's mm-hmm. always just like, all right, this guy is gonna fight that. Guy. All right, whose side are you on? Because that's how Donnie Brooks happened. So. Yeah. But yeah, that guy got fucking wrecked. Mm-hmm. But he's then he's like talking to Piper. He's like, I can fight. Yeah. It's like, or he's like, I remembered something. Yeah. Piper's like, Oh yeah, what's that? I can fight. Oh, really? Huh. <laughs> I had no idea. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, the Piper's just like, well, he's at the other bar. We got to go there eventually. Let's go to the nicer pool hall yeah. and see what's going on there. Well, but first, for some reason, they go back to the office and Piper's just like, so where'd you learn how to fight? And he's like, I don't know. And he's like, well, we're going to find out. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you show me some of the moves like yeah. a punch or a kick? And yeah. he's just slowly he's, getting nah. more in his face, like tapping him like, just show me a little. <laughs> Show me a little. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Until, yeah, I just. They just start. proceed to destroy this set. <laughs> like, they keep yeah. bumping into the walls and just, like, showing just how wobble. fake this whole yeah. shit is. Yeah. Until eventually, like, they're they're just laid out. Like, they've gotten into an actual fight now. Like, mm-hmm. I can't believe you actually hit me. And, like, they're just wrestling on the desk and the you know, assistant comes in and is like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm not cleaning this up. And Piper's just, oh, we're just, you know, we're just funning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got work to do. We're going somewhere. Bye. Mm-hmm. So that's when they go to the nice pool hall to look for yeah. guys. Yes, they're I, they're looking for some guy who wasn't at the first place, and like, <sighs> shit, I don't even remember. I know the plot. It, who cares? I thought. It's, wait, <laughs> I thought they found the guy at the fuck. No, they go to the they second to the place second and they hall. see the guy, and imme- the guy immediately ducks into the. Bathroom. I remember now because like there's a guy at this place that looks almost exactly like the guy in the last place. Yeah, there's like, another... the bully, there's a bully guy in this place that looks yeah. almost just like him. And it Giant threw me off for a second. Yeah, yeah. Man. But they see this guy and he's just, like immediately like ducks into the into the bathroom and yeah. so like he's like yeah guys in there I gotta go deal with it and the big dude steps in the way like where do you think you're going kind of thing and yeah they just like. Like immediately start a fight. Well, this, this is, is Piper's turn. To yeah, fight. this is Piper's turn. To so fight. Piper's fighting this bar's version of giant meathead yeah. man, right? Uh, and this all involves like pull cues and and <laughs> just this guy just keeps getting wrecked in the face. Yeah, Piper just keeps smacking him in the face. Finally, he goes down. Another guy is gonna come at Piper, but Billy Blanks picks up a <laughs> a ball oh, a off the ball. billiards table and just clocks the guy in the head with. Oh. Him. Like, that guy's dead. Yeah, he murdered that guy. <laughs> that guy had a dent in his head. And then another guy comes up to Piper, and Piper's ready to just murder him. And he's like, whoa, whoa, hold on. That's my pool cue. <laughs> Can I have it? He's like, oh, yeah, it's a good stick. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Guy's like, yeah. You never did it like anything like that for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then Piper goes in the bathroom, drags that guy out. 
you um, hear like 15 seconds of cartoon mm-hmm. <laughs> fight yeah. noises and then he just drags the guy out of the bathroom it's like all right we got this guy yeah and the, and some other guys like old bad dude's not gonna like that his boss isn't gonna like it yeah something's like ah who gives a fuck right so he, he, that guy gets arrested piper goes back to his office and of course two dudes are waiting for him there mm-hmm. and they got him at gunpoint and they're like well we're gonna take all your teeth because yeah because when piper when okay so when piper arrested the guy he's like oh he's gonna come after you the bad guy and he goes oh well just tell him i was smiling yeah and then they're like oh well we hear you like to smile so we're taking all your teeth he said he liked to smile boss he's like what (laughs) immediately picks all the i need someone an example made out of this is a very weird interaction because (laughs) his statement makes it sound like i know who you work for this will get his goat. Yeah. You know, but like he has no idea who these dudes are or mm. like why he's. I mean, it's just it's weird. Yeah. Like, it's very strange. Yeah. So that, that guy, whoever that, he is, immediately is just like break his arms, break his legs and break all his teeth. Yeah. Ah, it's just it, the whole movie feels like they kept cutting things out. Yeah. That would have linked stuff together that sure. might have made sense. Right. Because as it plays out, like. From pretty much the point where where he starts the fight in the bar, there is a fight scene like every there's like 45 seconds that goes between fight scenes at most. Yeah. It's like, go, 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 go. And that's why none of it makes any sense <laughs> because yeah, these guys have him at gunpoint in the, you know, in the in the office and mm-hmm. he just he ends up wrecking them and he shoots this one dude in the knee, mm-hmm. which I've always wanted like people in movies to do. Yeah. Like not just blast the guy, but like like take him out, shoot him in the knee or something. Mm-hmm. And then the and you know and the big guy who had the gun, he he goes down. And then Piper's like, "Oh yeah, you want to hear? Why don't you send him this message?" And shoots the other guy in the foot. Well, he's yelling at that one guy and kicking well, the other guy in the knee the that he, he shot. shot. Knee. Oh. Just kicking him over and over and over again. Oh. And then yeah, shoots the other guy in the foot and just mm-hmm. like I still got all my teeth. Ah, yeah. And then, he, he, like, he goes downstairs with Billy Blanks. is like, all right, we got to leave town. We got to get out of here. Yeah. And they go outside. Yeah. <laughs> there's, like, a ninja outside. Yeah, and they're, like, walking down the street to get away. And all of a sudden, there's a guy watching with binoculars from across the street. Yeah. And, and Piper's uh, like, hold on a second. Yeah. Walks over, and you're just seeing the guy look through the binoculars. And all of a sudden, you just see it black out. Mm-hmm. It's just Piper's crotch is yep. standing right in front of him. And then this guy's like... All right, fighting time. So mm-hmm. <laughs> starts fighting with Piper. And is this when Billy Blanks comes in off camera and clocks this guy? Well, or, eventually, or kicks eventually, because the guy's beating the crap out of yeah. out of Piper. Yes. And then this guy Piper like draws a gun on him and the guy is able to like knock it away immediately. Mm-hmm. And then that guy pulls a gun. And that's when Billy Blanks like he does this thing where he flies in with the kick. But then he like grabs the guy across the chest. Right. And then like twists him. Kind of brings him down so his back snaps when it comes down on the yeah. ground because he lands on his leg, which mm-hmm. is not good for you. No. Yeah. Or your leg. No. But, you know. But Billy Black's leg's mighty powerful. Mm-hmm. It's like a Clydesdale leg. I mean, that guy's got, <laughs> <laughs> guy's got muscles. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I don't know. They're like, okay, guy. We just fought. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's like, who sent good you? One. Who sent yeah. you? Yeah. And it's like, oh, same dude. All right, All right fine. Whatever. So. Yeah. And and he's like, a, man, we got to find somewhere to go. There's a whole bunch of, all right, 
there's these guys who might be CIA who are working with the henchmen guys and there's some sort of drug thing happening. Mm-hmm. So it's like government guys, mob guys, drugs swirling. Yeah. Around. And the CIA, CIA guy that's in it was uh, Jackie Childs in Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. And you will recognize him from all over the place. And his name, of course, escapes me just as I say that. Uh, Phil something. Yeah. Phil. From Seinfeld. <laughs> you know, Phil. From the thing. Phil Morris. Okay. Is his name. Yeah. Oh, Philip Morris. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But yeah, you will recognize him as soon as you see him. But yeah. anyway. But again. He's, he's like the the CIA guy who like keep, keeps trying to check in and you realize that he's working with with the bad guys eventually. Right. right. Meanwhile, the poltergeist guy is still <laughs> meeting with other CIA agents and like, and like this guy, Phil Morris has to keep re- reporting back to him. Like, Oh yeah, we thought we had him, but nope, we yeah, don't have him. No, 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 what's going on. Apparently wasn't decaused enough. Yeah. <laughs> Cause he's still fighting dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like from this point in the movie, it gets, it gets a little weird. Like, from here, like right around this point to the end of the movie, it's like if it was shaky with the plot before, now it's just like now nothing makes sense. I, I don't know. Let's go kick some more dudes in the yeah, face. It's kind of like, I don't know, but at least somebody's getting kicked in right. the face. Well, they like go to a buddy of Piper who's got a giant house and mm-hmm. they're just Middle like of nowhere. Yeah, they're just like, let's we're going to hang out here. And Piper's like, I'm going to go get snacks because all you have is rice cakes and you're an mm-hmm. idiot. So he goes to leave and immediately the bad guys are there and they just start shooting up the house. Well, the thing is, the guy's giving like his backstory right. to, to to Billy Blanks, and it's totally Walking Dead style of like, oh, we just learned something about you. You're dead. Yeah, exactly. Because he's like, yeah, you got me this sweet job as an accountant at the, and then blah, 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 blah. <laughs> right. And Billy Blanks immediately is just like, I'll pretend I was shot. So like sticks his fingers in the guy's gunshot wound yep. and just rubs blood on his forehead and yep. pretends to be dead. And the guys come in and they're like, well, I guess he's dead. Mm-hmm. And then waits for them to go leave the room and blanks pops up behind them and just starts yeah kicking them uh yeah and eventually some guy tells them you know oh, they sent us to it's nothing personal we got to take you out yeah and th- there, there's not much but he gets to murder the guy from the very beginning yeah richard norton yeah by defenestrating him mm-hmm. of course not only through a, a door but then off a balcony yeah through a like little lanai or whatever it is he had to work through that door, too. Yeah. Like, that door was not breaking door away. Didn't give easily. <laughs> the guy was really pushing his back through it as mm-hmm. he was being kicked out, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then they researched some phone numbers. Yeah, he got, like, Roddy Piper got phone numbers from this somehow, and this means yeah. that... Well, okay, so they've burned, like, every safe house they've got. So they go to stay with Mo, the right. assistant. Mm-hmm. And the weirdest thing happens when they, they knock on her door. It's, like, late at night. And they're like, you know, Piper's like, we're here. And she says, I'm very tired. One of you is just going to have to watch. Like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> yeah. What on earth? And then I cut think to, that means what you think it means, Chuck. I, yes, I know. But it's very odd because then cut to the next morning where they're all just like, good morning and having coffee. And then it's like, you know, I think she likes you. <laughs> Piper's yeah, like, yeah, no, they, she doesn't. They play that whole thing. Yeah. And that also has no bearing on anything nope. ever. So, I don't know, but then they have a montage of calling <laughs> calling phone numbers to find out what numbers they are. Yeah, and they basically, like, figure out that most of the calls are going to this abandoned, supposedly abandoned army base, Yeah, uh, some shipping people, and then there's one number almost always before calling the army base that's 
555-0000 in Washington. <laughs> and Billy Blanks is like, I remember that number. Like, well, what, it's like, what of is course it? you do. It's the easiest number to remember ever. <laughs> Yeah. Well, every like from this point on, every time we see Billy Blanks, he's he's just like, I remembered more about myself. I was this guy and I did the, these things and drugs and things. And my name's Quicksilver. And that's a number for the CIA. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't like, think he even oh, knows that. Right. They, they call it. They're like, it just rings once and then yeah. beeps like a fax machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just like, every time he's reintroduced, right. he's like, I remember more about myself, Roddy Piper. Yeah. Well, they don't know it's the CIA. They don't know the CIA is involved no. yet until they're they are driving down the road and. Do they realize they're being followed? Is that what it is? Yes. Okay. So, like, they realize they're being followed, and so they pull over behind this tow truck and apparently, in a matter of seconds, convince this guy to <laughs> pick the car up, tell, just like, tow it away. let them be in the car, <laughs> yeah. um, and, and if they ask, tell them that I dropped him off at the bus because the car pulls up. And and like you know, pulls the tow truck over, or is like riding alongside of it. It's like who's who's where is the owner of this car? It's like yeah, I dropped him off at the bus station. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like you know, they they quit, and they're just like, all right, let's go get him. <laughs> Not before this guy like gives one of the weirdest performances ever for a bit part, <laughs> yes. because like. <laughs> They're like, where's the owner of this car? He's like, was one of them black? And he's like, yes. And he's like, yeah, I dropped him off at the at the bus station. Mm-hmm. Were they bandits? <laughs> yes. Were, were bandits. bandits. <laughs> yes. They were bandits. And it, uh, I don't know. It's just, yeah. it's, I'm just, I want to point out that this guy's little bit part is fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. It's but odd. then there's also Roddy Piper at some point around here just going. The CI fucking well, yeah, a yeah because because they, they 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 sit up from the car that they've been riding behind this tow truck yeah. the entire time and yeah that's now they know who's behind him and he's like mm-hmm. yeah the CI fucking a fucking a fucking a fucking a <laughs> yeah yep. uh, so this leads them to some warehouse that they decide to infiltrate together mm-hmm. to which a lot of dudes get kicked in the face <laughs> and knocked off ledges and. Just there's a lot of good just sneaking up behind dudes uh, and just tapping them on the shoulder uh, like, but hey, kick. <laughs> there was one Harlow was just like, yes, all right, yes, all of this. <laughs> no, yes. So there, there's a I don't remember exactly why, but there is a point where they split up because Billy Blanks yeah. goes here by himself. And I don't remember how they split up, but mm-hmm. they, they go back to the house and he's just like, we're going to go get food. And he's like, here's my car keys in case you decide. No, that's later. That's later. Is it? That's that, later. Yeah, this one, this, they just infiltrate this where because I think they're looking for the heroin boss. Who had been sending the guys to kill him? All right, but that's like where Billy Blanks runs up to the crate and is like pressed up right against it. Mm-hmm. There, there is one particular one where he runs up to this dude, face kicks him, which makes the guy immediately fall over, and he catches him like to not make a noise. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like the co- kind of cool shit that's like in the military things you want to see, where it's like, yeah. But then, like immediately, just fucking unfolds because the next guy comes out. It's like. He this kicks guy, a barrel. He kicks a barrel at him, and the guy has a metal pipe, so it's just clanging off of everything. Uh, yeah. and I'm like, well, so that awesome movie you just did a second ago <laughs> is completely invalidated because yeah. you've just struck out the band here now. Yeah, but yeah, they they make a lot of noise. And but yeah, that HBK was just, is here. That first one though, it's such a precision kick to the face. Yeah. It is, but then catching the guy. But now, yeah. okay, it's it's in this scene where there's a moment where either a bunch of guys are coming at Billy Blanks or someone's going to start shooting at him. So he sees like a vent and he goes and jumps, dives yep. into it head first, fucking well, lands a, a floor below on his head, rolls out and just without knowing there's a dude there rolls into kicking that guy in the face. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, <laughs> yep. The, the tube is barely big enough for a normal man to mm-hmm. get down. He lands on his head, rolls, jumps up, kicks guy in face and just runs off. Yep. And there's also a scene where Roddy Piper is following a guy down the stairs, like right behind him. Yes. 
And then eventually the guy was like, hey, wait, what? And then, <laughs> and then Piper just wrecks him. Yep. He, uh, is it is it Piper that does the move? There, there's a... Like, Blanks does this move where... Is it, I don't remember if it's this part even, but like he stands outside of a door and does a split. Is that the later one? Uh, like he does a vertical split, like leg down, leg straight up. And oh, waits no, for, it's in this scene. Waits yeah, for this dude to come through the door and basically just like brings his, he like, brings his leg his, down to... D- d- but not only, that, dude's leg. not only that, like <laughs> he knocks this dude down, but like the, the... I believe he tosses the gun up. And Billy Blinks. Oh, just that, catch- that part's later. Oh, is it? Okay. This part is just he just he just all right knocks the gun out. of There is a lot of like when guys get taken out, they go whoop, and yeah. you know the gun goes flying in the air. <laughs> sure, like yeah. almost like Uncharted. I'm just it, saying there is one like I don't know if it's this or later, but like dude gets like the blind side from behind the door. Yeah, like kind of goes ah, and throws the gun up, and <laughs> yeah. like whoever did it just catches the gun. Is like yeah, I that's got a gun Blinks. now. That's that's mm-hmm. the next scene after yeah. this. But, all right, yeah. So but yeah, they wreck everyone in the warehouse, and they're like, all right, we wrecked everybody. Let's let's go home. Well, and chill they, they're like, well, he got away. Yeah. Right. He, he, sure. He, yeah, that, that was the thing. They went there to get take this guy out, and he got away. Yeah. And there's two guys that like line up and are like, oh, all right, we're ready to fight you. Mm. Oh, and, right. And yeah. they both kind of look at each other, and then they just pull guns on these guys. And he's like, oh. <laughs> and then they get throat chopped by both of them. Yeah, yeah. So they're just walking by and they punch. just walk away, mm-hmm. which is like... If this had like a regular Hollywood trailer, that would have been like the final bit oh, in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, just like tough stinger. and deadly. Right. <laughs> Yeah. So then they go home and it's like, let's chill out and listen to some music. Right. Okay. A scene completely out of place for like the, where it takes place in the movie. Yes. <sighs> and it's just like Piper's listening to his rednecky bullshit. Yep. And, I'm a little bit kind. And Billy Blanks out of nowhere produces a CD like, no, I'm going to listen to my music. Mm-hmm. Puts that in and it's just generic rap bullshit. Yeah. And then they just keep hitting toggle back and forth to each track until Mo comes out. <laughs> brandishing a firearm at both of them. It's like, stop! Yeah, she's like, stop fucking with my stereo. Like, like, <laughs> like she she wasn't even like, guys, yeah, knock it off. No, it was like, like I've got a gun! <laughs> stop fucking with the stereo! Sick of your shit. Yep. Yeah. But so uh, then, and then uh, apparently Roddy Piper's always hungry because he's like, we need to go get some food. <laughs> right. Mo's hungry, let's get some food. Mo and I are going to get food. And Billy Blanks is like, yeah, well, I'm going to... I'm going to wait here. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, and by okay. the way, I remember my name. It's Quicksilver. <laughs> yeah. And Piper's like, okay, cool. We'll talk about that after we get some pizza. Yeah. It's like Jake Quicksilver. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, buddy. Yeah. Um, it's like, all right, cool. Whatever. Jake, John, yeah. whatever. I'm, I don't know what to call you. Yeah. Just stay here. We'll be back yeah. in a while. They, it, they don't even consider inviting him. It's just, we're going to go get food. Yeah. You wait here. And Billy Blake's and like, he's I'm also like, yeah, if you want to do anything, here's the keys to the car. Yeah. So he goes to the so army. Of course, base. he goes to the army depot. He's like, all right, I'm going to fucking murder everybody because I remember. Yeah, I'm a murder machine. That's what I yeah. do. So he goes. Yeah. And then uh, he just starts annihilating dudes, but gets caught fairly quickly. Yeah. There's the, the final like drug deal is going down of whatever. Mm-hmm. Fuck, who knows what is happening in this mm-hmm. movie, but it's the final one of them, whatever it is. Yeah. And, and, and Phil Morris, the CIA guy, and then the the cheesy dude in the fedora that's the <laughs> that's the leader of the drug gang. Right. You know, and it's like, oh well we've got bags of drugs. <laughs> yeah, you got my bags of money. Yeah. He's like, not all drug dealers. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, but he is oh. all drug dealers. Right. Um so yeah, they're arguing over, well, you know, give me the money first and blah blah blah. And Blanks is there randomly fucking up dudes and kind of gets caught and then Piper 
comes home is like, oh, Billy Blanks isn't here. I bet mm-hmm. he went to the army depot. That son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to go get my car back. So he yeah. goes and drives up and sneaks in also. Mm-hmm. And Billy Blanks had been captured and put on a, in a tied to a chair. Mm-hmm. Of course, this doesn't work. No. Well, no, because like two guys are watching him. One guy's he's he's kind of taunting one guy like while he's in the chair. He's like, yeah, well, you're, I know you're not going to kill me because like Big Dog wants me alive. So whatever you say, man, I'm rubber. You're glue, mm-hmm. you know. And so the guy's like, whatever, I'm going to take a break, yeah. which of course leaves one guy watching him, which uh, he's like, hey, man, I'm going to stand up if you don't mind. He's like, yeah, I do mind. He stands up and he's like, did you not hear me? <laughs> and he just starts going like all stone face. Like I was like, hey, did you not hear me? And of course, he gets close enough that. Blanks mm-hmm. is just like, I'm going to wreck you. Yeah. I'm going to wreck you hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He beats the shit out of this guy and eventually ends the fight by putting the leg of the chair. You know, the chair has that brace between the legs on the bottom. Puts that on the guy's neck. Yeah. And the guy's like, ah, ah, ah. And they pretty much kind of just crushes the chair. Well, yeah. Well, he he's getting the keys mm. out of the guy's pocket first so he can untie himself. Yeah. And then he crushes the chair on the guy's neck. And the way they frame the shot, it looks like he cut the guy's head off and the guy's head was just gone. <laughs> right. Because you see the body kind of shake a twitch a couple times. <laughs> yeah. And then not, you know, then he's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I thought for sure at one point Billy Blanks was going to kick a guy's head off. I, yeah. I just felt like it was coming the number of times he's kicking dudes in the head. And it was either the warehouse scene or this one where there are two or three guys that he just kicking repeatedly that I was mm-hmm. just waiting for a dummy head to fly off. Right. Just to really seal the deal of, good lord, he's a kicking machine. <laughs> well, there, there's one dude in particular, like, he just doesn't look like he should be fighting even at all. Yeah. Like, he looks like an 80s, like, district attorney in a movie. And, like, he just, that dude takes it in the face, like, seven times in a row. Just roundhouse kick, roundhouse kick, roundhouse kick. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I was I was expecting the same thing. I yeah. was just, complicately his head to just fly off. Yeah. Well, there's only one guy he doesn't kill with a kick, I believe. And it's the dude when they're, like... When, when they're taking him out in the house, mm-hmm. like after they killed the accountant buddy, mm-hmm. like where he just punches the dude so hard in the ch- chest that he stops his heart, apparently. <laughs> yes, that guy just sort of freezes and then collapses into yeah. a pile of former dudes. So we know that <laughs> he can kill with his fists. Yeah. He just chooses not to. Feet looks cooler. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of does. And you get to spin around. Yeah. But yeah, it's, so it's he's, better to have blood on your feet than blood on mm-hmm. your hands. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's doing that. Ancient Piper, Piper, <laughs> Piper has shown up and he's taken the he's he's taken the money. Like yeah. he, he found the briefcases of money because he he kills these two dudes and one of them he just like one of them he does the sleep. Yes, and but then the other one who is kind of like snoozing in the front seat of the car. <laughs> He grabs him by the neck and yanks him out one-handed out yeah. the window and chokes him to death and chokes that guy to death. Yeah, and then he's like, "All right, now I got the money." Yeah, and takes it to Billy Blanks. He's like, "Look, uh-huh. look at all the sweet money I got." Well, Billy Blanks grabs him. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Like, like cause, oh, because they're yeah. He he comes running around a corner and Blanks grabs him by the throat <laughs> and throws him down. He's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" <laughs> hey, just, hey. He's comically like, "Ow!" Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, "I got the money." It's like that's drug money. So it's money. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm not going to buy drugs with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But gonna buy a house. They're like, all right. And it's, it's time to take all this shit out. And also at some point, um, the, uh, the head CIA guy sent another CIA agent to take care of things. Cause he's like, yeah, well we thought that Billy blanks was dead, but he's not. And we need to figure out what's going on. So I'm sending you down there. Mm-hmm. And, and like, and we also figured out that this other guy is crooked. So you can't let him know that we're, you're coming. Cause you need to take him out. So all this is happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. So they're just going around like he and Piper are just going around murdering dudes like 
he gets grenades at one point and just like gleefully tosses it into a building that three well, guys just he, went in. It's so great. <laughs> no, like he's running by and like he yells out to the people that are like out in the crowd. He's like, there. hey, he just went into the depot or something yeah. like that. And so they're all like, oh, into the depot. And like he <laughs> gleefully runs by and <laughs> grenade into there. Yeah. <laughs> so he basically lures them in there. And it's like one of the few times Billy Blanks shows any sort of emotion while yeah. doing this. He's like, <laughs> I get to blow this yeah. guy up. Yeah, and those dudes get blasted out of a building. He ends up jumping out of a building while it blows up, and these other guys get air cannoned up in the air. Yep. There, there, he does a really good jump out of a building. Oh, like, yeah. I just launched a grenade. There are several shots in this that are like, whenever you think of guy jumping out of explosion, there there have got to be ones they've stolen from this movie, just yes. because there there are a lot of, like, it's it's night, so it's you know very dark backgrounds, and the explosions are just super bright. Like they didn't adjust the camera for mm-hmm. the brightness of the explosion, yeah. And mm-hmm. so you just have this like bright, crazy explosion and silhouette of dude, yep. you know, like coming towards the camera. So there are like a ton of those in this. Yeah, entire... there's just there's just a ton of craziness yeah. going on here. There's a point where Billy Blanks kicks a guy's face through a car window. Yep. Well, the car window's down, but he's still like just flying kicks this guy inside the car. You yep. just see a guy sitting in a van and all of a sudden shoot. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was what I was like. All right, why not? <laughs> Foots from off screen everywhere else. Uh-huh. Why not through through a car window? Yeah. You know? yeah. Why not? And I, yeah. So everyone's just running around <sighs> kicking and fighting and then helicopters chaos. filled with more dudes show up. And yeah, yeah which is the CIA. Like, I, the, yeah, he, I, which... I never really understood, but somewhere a minigun comes into play. I, I and, it, and it's it well, looks like it's supposed to be mounted to a helicopter. Yeah, that's right after this because yeah. the oh. other CIA agent shows up and he's like, and and of course they're working together. We think he's the guy who shows up and he's gonna like, oh well, Billy Blanks is saved. Yeah. Nope. No. This guy's like, oh, the, we he's got our drug money. We got to find our drug money. What are we gonna do? And eventually they've got Billy Blanks, and Billy Blanks ends up taking that guy hostage, kind of. Yeah. He's like, oh, well, I'm going to kill you. If they're going to kill me, I might as well take you with me. Mm-hmm. And that's when the CIA themselves show up with the old guy who's like, oh, I knew they were crooked all along. Yeah. And these are the helicopters with miniguns and whatever. And they just decide, fuck this place. Fuck everything about this place. Well, because- okay. I don't think the footage of any of this was actually part of this movie. Oh, I know. But <laughs> the way it plays out and this, we were all like, what just happened? Yeah. Like, what is? Well, because there's just this shot of a minigun. And like, it's very confusing because you would think it's supposed to be on a helicopter. But there's a device inside one of the warehouses later that was like, is that supposed to be a robot that had the minigun? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. D- there's a thing sitting there. And I'm like, I swear it looked like like a yeah. short circuit style thing on treads, yeah. but with fucking miniguns. And I'm like, mm-hmm. like one is of the that, chopping mall robots. Is that where the <laughs> miniguns were? Because it's not very clear because the only thing you ever see is just this close up of a minigun go and then things exploding. There's this one giant warehouse that you never saw anyone in this movie actually in that keeps exploding at various points. And you're just like. Okay, they punched this up with something else right. because they didn't have an ending for their movie, which yeah. never had a story to begin with, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah I, yeah, I don't know. They win. They do, yes. <laughs> I mean, everything blows up and they win. Yeah, yeah everything blows up and Billy Blanks gets I believe to, they, they have to dive to out of an explosion at kick, one point. He gets to kick the crap out of uh, out of Phil, mm-hmm. the, Phil the CIA agent. Yeah, he, he <laughs> and, and it looks like the actual actor is getting kicked by him a few times. Yeah, because he doesn't ever react well to a lot of the kicks. He just acts like, okay, you just kick me and now wait for Mm -hmm. the next kick. And, you know, he's not reacting like I'm getting the shit beat out of me. Mm -hmm. Um, But eventually he gets the shit shit beat out of him. And that's the end of that. And the old guy from Poltergeist is like, all right, well, 
Good yeah. job, everyone. And they you gun saved down the, the day. they gun down the other CIA agent when he after he's been beat up. Yeah. Yeah, Billy Blanks gets shot somewhere. Like, I mean, just like one of those like flesh wound shots. Like, right. oh, yeah. not gonna really stop him, but you know, it, it's like everything blows up. They win, and it's like next day they're trying to take Blanks to the hospital. Yeah, it's like the morning, and mm-hmm. all the you know all the influences are there. Nineties movie yeah. style thing. And Roddy Piper had stowed away on the on the heroin. Oh, truck that's right. Yeah, that the main bad guy was in. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's just him in the truck. It's yeah. just the bad guy in the truck, and he's like hey, hiding out in the back. <laughs> And there's just a point where yeah. he just explodes from the back of the truck to the front of the truck, yep. like yeah. into the cab. And it's just yeah, like, he just excuse smashes me. through the wall of the cab. Well, I think he says heads up and then smashes his head into the steering wheel. Yep. Right. <laughs> and then throws him into the driver's seat and drives him back, like but punches him a couple of times. So yes. he's out. Yep. He puts his hat back. So on like, him. yeah, the, the, the chief guy, like the poltergeist guy is like trying to get Billy Blanks to the hospital. And like, here comes this truck just the scene he's like hold up it's my partner yeah you know, it's the old diehard thing like <laughs> he's with me yeah yeah and he just gets out and like whoa hi because <laughs> yeah. i would like i'd like you to be the director of the cia he's like oh, really no fucking shit whoa hi mm-hmm. nice Smack to meet you call me so like, I mean, he's just things like that <laughs> yeah and billy Blake's is like can we get him some money yeah he kind of helped me out yeah and he's like yeah we'll compensate him he's like oh yeah cool what's that mean <laughs> yeah he's like a lot of money tax-free sweet i'll take it <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, okay, we're going to take him to the hospital now because he's dying. And Piper's like, can I come? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah he's not good in hospitals. Yeah. It's like, all right, come yep. along. Yeah. And they get in a helicopter. Hops on the chopper and leaves. And Well, the helicopter doesn't actually take off because well, yeah. the movie's too low budget. But yes. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Then the movie ends. So all the kicking stops, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, presumably it continues somewhere, but. They should have just had kicking sounds throughout. Mm, sure. <laughs> Imagine the various fights that happened on the way to the hospital. The end, I guess. Yeah. Credits signify that. So, yeah. Tough and deadly. Do they? Is that how that works? Sometimes. No Stargrove. It's your typical low budget direct to video, 90s, MIDI synthesizer. Except for the harmonica bits they give Roddy Piper occasionally. They're pretty good. The harmonica stings are pretty good. The pixie dust bullshit throughout the entire finale is like so out of place. It really is. Bad. But yeah, whatever. so yeah, no, no, remotely no Stargrove, nope. nothing even close. Nope. nope, no ancillary awards. No, know. nah. But uh, I can rate it. All right, uh, I'm gonna go four jocks. I enjoy a movie where people get kicked a lot, <laughs> and you know what? I enjoyed this movie because people get kicked a lot. Mm-hmm. Like what they may have lacked in quality kicking, they made up for in quantity of kicking <laughs> because kicks per minute is high mm-hmm. I, I can't even tell you how high because i would not have been able to keep track and take notes at the same time because everybody gets kicked and there's a certain point like after about half an hour into this movie mm-hmm. where there is an action scene just every 45 seconds it is relentless yep and that's kind of what we want and then everything blows up at the end even if that <laughs> none of it makes sense or is edited well but goddamn, do they blow some shit up <laughs> Somewhere somebody blew some shit up. It yep. may not have been this movie, but they yep. put it in there. Thanks. So yeah. So that's that's worth four jocks. I just I wish the story had been a bit more cohesive and the bad guys had been a bit more enjoyable. Like you didn't really care that they were after them. Mm-hmm. That just felt like secondary. Where like I, I feel like for a really good movie like this, you need a bad guy that's like going to square up and yep. be like, "Yeah, I want Billy Blanks to kick that guy in the face." Yep. And, and you instead, don't, you're just like, I want Billy Blanks to kick everyone in the yeah. face. <laughs> so you don't quite get that. And that's the only reason it doesn't get five jocks for me. Sure. But everything else is a ton of fun. And the fights are filmed well. Okay. 
I can go. Um, okay. If you want all of this and a story that makes sense, let me recommend to you Back in Action. Mm-hmm. Um, because that one did all the things that you just said. And so I, I'm inclined to give this movie... I'm inclined, and I think I will, I'll give this movie four jocks as well. Just know that, however, like in the... In the face kicking department, its game is strong. In the storytelling department, its game is super weak, and um, all of that was like done so much better in back in action. Mm-hmm. And and it's strange because I don't know. I just don't. There's 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 weird reasons. It seems like why this doesn't work. Like missing footage. You know, just have this has to be less than ninety minutes. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just weird how it jumps from points in time. But like. The ending is fun. It just would have been so much more satisfying. Like I'm almost tempted to go down to a three because like that's how messed up it is. But like there's so much good in this, even if it's chaotic, that I'm still going to go that high. But it's kind of a mess. In yeah, the it's kind part. of almost like a three the hard way type ending where it's just like we're storming this place and we're just beating the hell out of everyone. Sure. Yeah, but three the hard way does that yeah. a bit better. But. Yeah. So I mean, like this is this is a, I feel like it's a generous four because there's a lot of mess in this movie, but there's still a whole lot of things that we want to. Mm-hmm. Speaking of three, the hard way, um, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to give this three jocks. I don't really have much to add. I think uh, it's kind of already been covered, but massive amounts of kicking, everything exploded, but I really like, I have no idea for the most part, the order in which anything happened in this movie. And, all I remember is the kicking. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think the thing, like the thing that I will remember about this movie, on your deathbed, <laughs> on my deathbed, yeah. Oh, I remember is the kicking. Well, I'll remember the guy getting kicked out of out of the windshield of that car. Yeah, yeah, and that's and then run the fuck over, and then run the fuck. I might not even remember that, but I will will remember that he got kicked out of a out of the front windshield of a vehicle, and he sure that did. alone oh. is that. that that is worth three jocks at least. The, like you said, back in action is the better version of this movie. I need yeah. to see back in action. Yes, you yeah, do. you do. I picked a bad week to be gone. Yes, you did. Uh, I am also going to give it four jocks for pretty much all the reasons that were stated. It has a quantity of kicking in it. Like it just does <laughs> a large, like, like within, a gro- I think it has a gross. Yes. Kicking. Like, like in the first five minutes, like when I, I, wasn't quite sure if we were going to get that level of back in action face kicking. And then in the first five minutes, you realize, yeah, you totally are. And I was okay with whatever this movie was going to do after that, because like you were saying, there's an action scene every 45 seconds, Mm -hmm. even if it doesn't even make any sense of just like, Hey, so you can fight. Come on, fight me in my office. Let's fight Mm -hmm. right now. You and me. Um, So yeah, the, the story is an absolute mess. Like I still, have no idea what was happening like i don't know if billy blanks was a good cia agent the whole time or if he was in this bad squad earlier and then the amnesia switched him to good mm-hmm. who knows like, i don't like, know like he was good and he had this dark spot just forming on him but then when he got degaussed yes it was like oh he's clear it, again it, Damn. It, yeah. it erased all the evil <laughs> right and he became yeah. the good quicksilver yeah uh yeah uh, it's 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 a fucking mess of a movie but as far as the action goes it's all really good and delivered by people who are having a good time doing it. No one feels like they're going through the motions in this. Everyone is like super committed to either kicking yeah. someone in the face or getting kicked in the face. Yeah. So that's all I can ask for really. So well, some uh, days you kick the face, other days you're the face that gets kicked. Yep. So 
I'd like to watch more Billy Blanks movies and see what happens in those. <laughs> or do they team up ever again? I don't the, believe that. I think this, this is the only like, two times that yeah. Rodder, Rowdy, Rodder, 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 the Rodder, Rodder Popper, Hot Rodder. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I think this Roddy was Piper. Yeah. Yeah. Roddy Piper. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break, shall we? All right. Okay. Right, and welcome back. Hey, Bamcast. Cool. Do you know mm-hmm. what this is? It is the second half. Ha ha. Huh. Welcome to it. Here yeah. it is. Glad to be here. <laughs> Buckle let's, up. Here we go. Let's do this, man. We've all got something to talk about. What? Engage. <laughs> we all have something to talk about. Yeah. Who's got what's newest? I um, think BJ does. I think I do. Okay. Actually. Um, Weird. Yeah, I know. Right. I watched 2016's Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Sword of Destiny. Oh, dear. Mm. Yeah. Well. Uh, how is that? Oh, one of those Netflix sequels. <laughs> well, it was, I don't even remember if it's supposed to be a Netflix sequel or if it just Netflix is who released it because of weird ass shit. Yeah, it was like, a, it was theatrical in China, but not here. Over here, Netflix paid to just distribute it. So, yeah, mm. it. It's weird. Weird, yeah. I wanted to watch it in theaters, but that, you know, obviously didn't happen. Hmm. Um, Anyway, if you listen to the podcast, you'll know I'm a fan of Donnie Yen. So it has Donnie Yen in it, and I was like, might as well give it a shot. I liked the, you know, I liked the original Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. uh, No subtitle. Um, So this is weird. It's it's got Michelle Yao in it, and I think she's the only one from uh, from the original that is in this. I have no idea what the story is or was <laughs> for this and what it's been a number of years since I saw the original Crouching Tiger mm-hmm. Hidden Dragon but I don't I don't know if they really I don't know if it's a sequel I don't think it is I think it's just another story later in life that happens to feature um Yushu Lin and the uh Green Destiny Sword. Mm-hmm. I think that's just what it is. Um this is I don't want to say it's not good because it's not bad, but it's not <laughs> problem I encounter all the time. <laughs> right. It is it is Chuck Fine. <laughs> it is probably the most Chuck Fine movie I've watched in a in a long time. Yeah. Um Does it look cheap? No. Okay. It doesn't look cheap. It looks good. All right. Like everything looks okay, but like Donnie Yen is a very talented martial artist, mm-hmm. and I don't know if he's lost a step and they filmed around it, or if they just decided to film in a slightly flashier, more Hollywood style of fight sequences, because you don't get, like, like if you watch Ip Man, you get to see Donnie Yen do some amazing things, and granted, that was, what, 20 years ago? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really light on the ass-kicking Donnie Yen martial arts master bits, which is kind of why I, you know, why I dial up Donnie Yen movies when I find them on Netflix. Right. Um, Same with Michelle Yao. There's not a whole lot of her action. There's not a whole lot of, like, strong, regular martial arts action in this. There's some good stuff, for sure. But 
it's not as heavy as I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. And it's also quite short. I think it's like 98 minutes or something like that. Hmm. Um, let's see. I did, did, did. Hour and 36 minutes. So 96 minutes. So it breezes by. Um, and it also doesn't like, it doesn't feel like a showcase movie for the younger performers either. Cause it doesn't linger on them too long. It's, it's really weird. It feels. So it's a cash grab. Maybe like it, it just feels weird. Like it looks nice and it's, it's well-made, but the story is kind of, eh, guys trying to get the sword. They're trying to stop them. I'm, I'm curious. People fight. How, how is it played? Is it like played serious? Like the first one, I think now wouldn't play right because like we've almost come the, to, we've almost come to look at wire foo as kind of silly and like you have to be kind of goofy now to do you know the flying through the air shit mm-hmm. and it's like and i think like that one played it so straight face because it was like no this is just part of what happens here in this world yeah and then, i mean the first first one's like a fairy tale almost. right and so like things that followed it i mean you know like i i enjoyed the crouching tiger hidden dragon when it came out but I, I found that like i found the things that followed it and kind of like worked in its footsteps like iron monkey better you know like things that were like in that same kind of like oh well like this is big now so let's you know like let's kind of we can do this like let's do it I, I just i don't know i just found like when things got a little more lighthearted to kind of be almost more fun so i'm just curious if like this is as serious and it it definitely is not a silly movie okay there are light points in it but it's not it's it's treated probably with a similar amount of seriousness as the original like i really enjoyed the original and i like i said it was kind of like a fairy tale and this is more like just some stuff that happens <laughs> uh, and it's just uh, stuff. Yeah, and the it was directed by um, Wu Ping Yang Yen. Sorry, oh. um, I'm gonna fuck that up. So the court fight choreographer from the original one. Yeah. So the guy so, that did Iron Monkey actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it it kind of it kind of doesn't make sense uh, all told. Like I thought it maybe I thought that maybe we were going to get like let's introduce like Harry Shum Jr. and um, Natasha Liu Bordizo. Um, it's a hell of a name to pronounce. Um, I thought we were going to get, you know, sort of a feature them, the passing of the torch to these people, but it really didn't turn out that way. So I, I don't know. I I can't necessarily recommend this. Like, it feels almost like sort of a null use of my time. Like, the, like your time would probably be better spent watching a actual classic you haven't seen of, of that genre. Yes. Like, if you haven't seen, like, House of Flying Daggers or... Right. Any of these things like watch those instead. Exactly. All right. Um or watch the watch the original sure. or watch any other martial arts movie that's actually interesting in some way. <laughs> Sorry to say it. I hate to I hate to talk bad about about all of these legends that are involved with uh with this movie, but it's kind of bleh. Hey, sometimes things are just Chuck Fine. Yep. Sometimes. Speaking of Chuck Fine. Yeah, all right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I watched Pee Wee's uh, Big Holiday, the other <laughs> Netflix things. Right, also new on Netflix. Yeah, slightly slightly newer, but it doesn't matter. Um, like Netflix, it, it's weird. Like there, there is definitely a look. I, I'm realizing there is a look to all of these original Netflix things, and there there is a sense of cheapness to it. Like mm-hmm. like we're all really glad that you're carrying on these the torch for these things, but there is like there must be like the same cameras. 
and lighting rigs and everything that they make everything Netflix with. Yeah. Because this has the exact same look as like Arrested Development did and everything else did. And like, it's just like, you know, I didn't watch the Adam Sandler bullshit thing, but I mean, I just feel like that probably looks exactly the same way. Like it probably like there's something kind of like bright and clear about them. Like, like they're obviously probably shooting in 4k, like, you know, house of cards seems to, seems to be the only one where they're like, they're putting some sort of color palette on it. That's not the same for every other movie. And yeah. like this, just look, like looks like oh yep, that looks like a Netflix movie. Like there's a weird look to them now. Yep. But um, that all that aside, like that's just a weird little technical thing I noticed. Because um, yeah, I just watched all of Daredevil too, which we'll talk about next week. I think when people talk mo- watch more about like it has that look like too. Mm-hmm. I mean, Daredevil's got a lot more dark scenes, you know, so it kind of looks different. But when it's daylight, mm-hmm. it's like wow, that that's the exact same look as the Pee Wee movie. Right. Um. So. I said all that to say this. If you were like one of the people who was craving another Pee Wee Herman movie after all these years, they they gave you one. <laughs> I mean that that's like that's a thing. I mean they they did it. Um, if if that's not what you wanted, you're not gonna find some. It's not like this is suddenly like the magical like oh let's just let's be you know whimsical and, and look at this like haha wasn't that funny how we made those stupid movies and this character long ago. It's not like it's flips it on its head like the Brady Bunch movie or something crazy like that where it's. You know, if you didn't appreciate the old ones, you might appreciate this. This is just more of that. Like, it's the same weird man child, now even older, you know, living in, in this weird, strange world where, you know, every, it's about candy and <laughs> stuff like that. Like, you know, mm-hmm. things that most people would be like, all right, I can go fucking buy candy because I have a job. This is why we work, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. But this is more like, you know, like he'll go out of his way to do these things for like a single piece of candy. And it's like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> But like there it's funny because like there's people willing to just fucking go all in on this shit. And like I I didn't like love this, I didn't hate it. It's just it's truly chuck fine to me. But like there I, I appreciate there are people willing to commit to the stupid gag. Like, um I mean if you've heard anything about this, I mean there's Joe Manganello from True Blood and Magic Mike and all that shit. Right. You know, like is in this playing himself essentially and it's like he meets up with Pee Wee of course in his old little world weird world doesn't have any idea who he is he's like yeah well I'm having a big party you know you should get out of the town and come come to my birthday party <laughs> and so like that's the catalyst to like okay get on the road uh-huh. and like that's that's all you really need to know and like but it's just it's just strange like he's willing to be as goofy as he is I mean I know he's not like some superstar but he's big enough it's like a big giant buff dude acting like Pee Wee Herman is kind of funny at times and mm-hmm. I, I don't know it's just it's a, it's an interesting, fun little way to pass the time. I seem to remember like initial reaction, like I was like, "That was all right." Unlike Big Top Pee Wee, where, where I think my original initial reaction was like, "That was kind of shit." <laughs> like, so I first initial, I mean, I haven't seen Big Top Pee Wee in at least twenty years. So I mean, I take that for what you will. I didn't like it at the time. Mm-hmm. I've never revisited it, but you know, there's something to be said about. I think Pee Wee's Big Adventure will always be remembered because. Despite what we may think about him now, the the later sins in life don't necessarily undo somebody's work. But early Tim Burton was pretty fucking spot on when it came to making movies. And for him to make this weird little movie was just a kind of a perfect fit. You know, this was our first introduction to this whole weird little, you know, world that Tim Burton and Danny Elfman, uh, you know, craft. But like, you know, it's going to always have a place in, in history, a film history, because it's like. Yeah, here's first Tim Burton, and also it happens to be a Pee Wee Herman movie. Yeah. So you're you're not going to get that again. That's just that's lightning in a bottle. So, but yeah, I mean, it's I'd say if you're you know if you're a fan, if you like his shtick, if you enjoy Pee Wee's Playhouse and the weird specials he did and stuff like that, this would be something you should probably watch too. There's a couple really funny gags and 
things that go on like uncomfortably like that snl thing of like if you just keep doing something that's not really that funny if you just keep doing it it might becomes funny mm-hmm. kind of thing you know yeah there's a couple of those oh so i don't know yeah that's that's all i have to say about Wee's big holiday <laughs> all right mackie you got something uh yeah i ended up watching that's uh i let me find the official name of it, but it is uh, the Tribe Called Quest documentary by Michael Rappaport, which is weird huh. that he was behind it. That but is um, weird. yeah, is not he a large hip hop fan? Uh, he is. But it just seemed like this is the only movie he's ever made, yeah. as far as yeah. like behind the camera. But uh, yeah, it's called Beats, Rhymes, and Life: The Travels of a Tribe Called Quest, mm-hmm. which uh, one of their members died today. Which was a huge bummer because they are they are basically my favorite hip hop group of all time. Mm-hmm. They made three absolute classics and two kind of shit albums <laughs> after that. But that sounds like a typical fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you're such a fan that you can criticize their own works. No, no, I'm, I'm just saying. Like, no, it's, but it's like it's, I know it's interesting when you watch the documentary because they're straight up like after that third one came out, the chemistry was gone and we fucking hated each other. Mm-hmm. Sure. And it's one of those cases where like the first half of this is really fun because it's like all these luminaries of the time of like the, you know, the late eighties and the early nineties and like all these legends who were just like, yeah, I heard that shit and was like, this is the best thing ever. You know, it's like all these people like basically gushing over the stuff that they did and, you know, members of the, you know, Q-tip pulling out records and being like, all right, here's where the drum break is on like the song that everyone knows. He's like, yeah, listen to this. And he's like, and you know, talking about how they ended up pulling their dad's old records and stuff when, you know, at that time, that just wasn't what anyone did. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't looking for samples there. So there's just all this, all this really fun behind the scenes stuff about, you know, or not, not necessarily behind the scenes, but like talking about the behind the scenes stuff. So there's a lot of interesting things going on there. And then once they get to the part where basically, you know, the whole jealousy kicks in and, you know, it's like, Oh, who's in charge of this and who's the best one. And Oh, why are you acting like you're the best one? Which is like every fucking behind the music ever. <laughs> right. And, um, you know, it basically all like how it just continues to fall apart and get worse and worse. And the one that actually died today, Fife dog, he had diabetes and like had kind of kept it a secret. And then they went on Dennis Miller's show back when Dennis Miller had a talk show mm-hmm. and he had to go to the hospital that day and they still performed and they, and one of them basically went on the air and said, yeah, well, he has diabetes and he had an episode and had to be hospitalized. And like, he didn't want that getting out that mm. way. And, you know, and then it's just like, it became a thing of like this guy that he'd known since they were like two years old. Like everything he said was like, oh, I know what he meant when he said that, you know, and it's kind of like when you hear it, you're like, why are you so pissed? Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but then you realize there's so much more going on. But the problem is the second half of that becomes a bummer because it's all about like, them doing a reunion tour in 2008 and how they were kind of like barely talking by the end of it. And they actually have one of the fights that they have like on camera hmm. when they were filming all this. So it's like, it gets kind of just depressing. Cause it's like, they even talk to other people who like are on that tour. Cause this, this tour was like everybody from hip hop from like the golden age in the early nineties. And they're like, yeah, I hope they break up. Cause I just can't handle this. <laughs> like, I don't want to see them together. Like, it, it's no fun. Mm-hmm. It's like, you don't want to look at your music and go like, man, these guys were amazing collaborators and they go, yeah, but they kind of fucking hate each other, you know? And it's like, it, it's weird that it's like, Oh, you're giving me all this good stuff, but you kind of took it away by basically making it. So it seems like they hate each other. <laughs> yeah. So, and it came out five years ago and it's very interesting because they talk about the diabetes and all that. And like how he had to, 
his basically his wife ended up giving him a kidney and eventually his body rejected it and he was on the transplant list and didn't get one in time and that's what happened to him wow so uh, but they you know obviously they don't go into that because this came out in 2011 right so it becomes very poignant because so much of it is about like the regret and like animosity that he had towards the other members because they didn't they kind of didn't get it and there was a lot of just like well man you just need to stop eating sugar and exercise more you know and it's kind of like the whole like thing that people with depression will say where it's like you just need to be happier you got great stuff you know he's like no like i was addicted to sugar like it was a drug for me and you know so there was a lot of it's 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 a very interesting documentary and michael rapaport kind of you hear him ask them questions every once in a while Mm -hmm. but luckily he just stays the fuck out of it so it's just like, okay, here's all this awesome music and all these cool people like Pharrell going, yeah, I heard that and knew that that's what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. You know, so that's, it's really cool to hear stuff like that, hmm. but it's definitely a thing for fans. I don't see non-fans getting anything out of it other than, wow, man, those guys really didn't get along, did they? <laughs> but it was also cool seeing their high school picture because there's like a bunch of hip hop people at the time all went to the same damn high school course that was like and like run dmc lived down the street from them it's like really weird it's it's strange to think that like there's all that interconnected stuff in new york city back in the late 80s that became this whole movement that you know changed the world well it just yielded some of the best music of all time as far as hip-hop goes yeah it didn't change the world just yeah some of the best music of all time yeah it it is there is one scene where, where the one guy where Fife Dog, the guy who passed away, he's like, yeah, we could probably make another album, but what's the point now? Like, it's so different now, and who cares? Mm-hmm. But like, he was just basically like, I don't even listen to hip hop anymore. It just, it sucks. <laughs> it's kind of the the feeling oh, you get man, from he that. He turned into an old man. He did kind of. <sighs> it's depressing. He's right though. No one would care. Oh, after Missy- this long. No, people would not oh, care. Come on. Missy no, Elliott they, showed up yeah, people in the up. world and people flipped their shit. Yeah, people turned out for the shows big time. Oh, sure. To hear the classics. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the problem is, is that, you know, I guess there is with music, there always becomes a point where you can't recapture that magic. Yeah. Where it's kind of like David Bowie's the, one of the few artists who was able to do that consistently because he never repeated because himself. Because he was the magic. Yeah. Well, well, he wasn't making the same thing over and over. And it's not like Tribe Called Quest was either. Yeah. Like like the three albums are, you know, for a casual listener, you're probably like, oh, yeah, they all sound about the same. But, you know, for people that like understand that stuff, you know how significantly different they were mm-hmm. from each other. But it's just it's it's a solid documentary, but I don't know if it's something that's going to convert anyone who's not a fan already. Right. But no, it's kind of like, I mean, it's. I know it's a super unpopular opinion, but I mean, it's, it's, I think if we all think about it, it's the truth. You know, Dick, <laughs> dickhead farm guy who got the Wu-Tang album, it's probably a good thing we can't hear that. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, we all want to hear it, but you kind of don't. Like, you know, it's not there. I mean, you oh, know, yeah. the magic's not there like it was. Or they all kind of hate each other, well, too. And, they, and, they're and not even in the studio. One of their primary members is dead. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. They're, 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 fl- they're, piece, big baby they're, Jesus. They're, they're flavor guy. I mean, come on, he's the guy that just. Out of the out of the crazy, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yeah, dirt McGirt. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Rest in <laughs> peace in the dirt, <laughs> McGirt. McGirt, right. big baby Jesus. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. Ye of like thirty-five nicknames. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll never forget. We'll forget most of them, but we'll never forget you. I'm just saying, like you know, it's it's a thing. Like if this given this much time, it's it's good that we don't hear it. Yeah. 
And they also they also note in that documentary, uh, Questlove from the Roots mentions that uh, Wu Tang's Thirty Six Chambers and Tribe Called Quest Midnight Marauders came out on the same day in November of '93. Oh. And, he, and he's like, basically, that's the last day of the golden age of hip hop, <laughs> as he put it. Because yeah, what? everything did kind of. Like 93, we're calling it? <laughs> That's a hip-hop then? <laughs> yep. Well, end, end of hip-hop, 1993. No, the goal, they, it's generally considered the golden age is like the like 91 to 93. Because mm-hmm. you had like everything going on, on the West Coast with like Dr. Dre and Snoop and all that. And mm-hmm. then all those East Coast guys doing that same thing hmm. in a totally different way. But yeah, it's a, it's a very, it's an interesting portrait of that time. Sure. That's for sure. So Chuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You watch something. I did. You watched a bunch of somethings, but you only uh, want to talk about some. Yeah, I was. Uh, I, I've been stuck in bed for a few days with ridiculous fevers and whatnot, and just basically had my Roku stuck on HBO Go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Were you just too feeble to change the channel because of your sickness? Or uh, I once I got into the interface, I was like, okay, there's probably enough here. I could just go left and right and not have to put a lot of thought into it. Oh man, so I feel bad that you were that sick. My <laughs> my one requirement was not to watch anything I hadn't seen before because I couldn't trust myself. Like I couldn't trust my opinions because I had a stupid high fever fever hallucinations. So I was like, okay, only watch stuff you've seen a million times. And I just wanted to, to mention rewatching revenge of the nerds because we had talked about (laughs) it a couple weeks ago, how it, there could have been concerns about that movie watching it now. Um, considering the social climate that we're in now, um, and I I think that movie passes. I think that movie is pretty much free of that concern, except for one bit, which mm-hmm. I think you can just go, oh, 80s, and just forget about this one thing that happens. Um, but that movie is so incredibly charming and so just good-natured in its kind of slob comedy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it holds up so well. The, the, it, it's just very entertaining um it's just so good it's so damn good and it it doesn't suffer from any of that oh no that's inappropriate that's terrible you can't do that to ladies you have to be nice now um it doesn't it doesn't really have that problem like a lot of 80s comedies do where you're just like oh god you guys are gross and you're the worst so yeah other than the infamous scene yeah there's one bit where you're just like this is Wow, that's wrong. <laughs> I'm glad it all worked out, but oh boy, that shouldn't have happened. But whatever. Can't help it. It was mm-hmm. the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the characters are okay with it. So if, they, if no one mm-hmm. in the movie's mad about it, I can't get mad about it. But yeah. That's it. Just Revenge of the Nerds. Huh? That's all I should really talk about. All yeah. right. Unless you want to hear about Revenge of the Nerds 2 and 3. Uh, yeah. Slightly less so. Yeah, no. I remember two being good, but I don't know about it. Two's no, not. It's not okay. No, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like I seen. Well, it's very dismissive. It, it it's not. It has a couple bits to it, but you're just. It's you know. It's it's PG thirteen watered down. I I, I it, Bradley Whitford being the bad guy in it is remarkably funny to me, especially him and Timothy Busfield being in it together, and then just thinking about the West Wing in an entirely different way now. <laughs> sure. So, the the soundtrack for Revenge of the Nerds is insane. Like, I have no idea how they got the rights to those songs and that the songs are still in it, that they haven't been stripped out for, like, music replacement reasons. Like, Thriller is in that movie. They must have They must have just 
I mean, I can't. They I just know. paid for that license in perpetuity yeah. or something because, like any other movie, that thing would have been stripped out immediately. You think, really? Oh God, yeah. Do they do they do that much for movies? I know they do it a lot for TV shows because of the weird. They once like when movies were first, especially catalog titles, when they were first hitting DVD, those things were getting jacked up left and right. Huh. Just. And it was always some weird song here or there. Just someone was like, no, you can't have the rights to this. And I would have bet I would have put money on someone saying thriller. No, get that the hell out of there. But they must have just done their deal must have been amazing. Yeah, good deal. So what's what studio Fox Fox? Mm, you know, there's some money there. Yeah. But a couple dollars, you know. So, yeah. Watch Revenge of the Nerds. OK. Bernie I'll, Casey's in it. And he's really good. I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> OK. You've all seen it, right? What? Revenge of the it's Nerds. It's been oh, yeah. a while, but mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. You should watch it again for the first time. It's on HBO Go. Okay. Is it? All right. Yeah. HBO Go. It's in the comedy section. Go to hbogo.com slash Chuck Fine <laughs> yeah, for I saw your it. free seven-minute trial. Yeah. I saw one I've been meaning to see for a very long time is showing up on April 1st, and mm-hmm. that's Slither. Slither's fucking I've great. I've never seen Slither, and so it's showing good. up April 1st, oh, you so should, you keep should that watch in mind. It, yeah. I'm curious. Have you ever seen anything with Nathan Fillion ever? No, I'm just curious. Like, uh, He was on Buffy a few episodes near the end of the run. Okay. There you go. There you go. And apparently he's almost been in everything ever. Yes. Sure, sure. At Every movie point. should and, have and, had. And, and if there was a petition for him to be in. If he wasn't in it, he probably should have been. Yes. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. Either him or Idris Elba. Everything. Right. So somebody should just make a movie that has those two in it. Yep. And just like make all the money or none of the money because it'd be snakes on the plane too. (laughs) It'd be internet popular. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh man, that would be so (laughs) make snakes on a plane too and put that. Oh man. That's that's a money idea Mm -hmm. that won't make any money. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a it's a couple dollar idea. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Apparently he was in Saving Private Ryan, which I've seen. Huh. All right. And apparently he was in Guardians of the Galaxy, which I have seen. Well, he was a voice. <laughs> oh. He was the dude that gets uh, picked up by Groot in the nose in the prison, I believe. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Otherwise, I have not seen anything with Nathan Fillion in it. Yeah. Go watch a whole bunch of Castle. L- may I? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I-, I would suggest a very short run science fiction television that show. That chick from the I'm spirit. Just... Yeah. That yeah. chick from the spirit was in it. Uh-huh. Castle. <laughs> right yeah i think there's only like 212 episodes yeah. of castle hey man it just shows it was clearly a better show than firefly if it lasted that long true that you is know? how you measure That's, the quality yeah, of television yeah, however long it stays on i mean <laughs> yep. shit supernatural they're on what season 33 at ergo this the news is the best show of all yeah. time uh-huh. 60 minutes i mean you can't top that show no, you cannot wwe raw uh, yeah. Clearly the best show ever. Days of Our Lives got like 78 seasons. Mm-hmm. Top that, bitch. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> but you know what I can do? Can you play as a voicemail? I can play as a voicemail. Hey, Bevcast. Uh, this is straight out of Tijuana. I just finished the year 1990, and uh, it's too bad that you were never, ever doing this again, because I got one 1980 movie that you might be interested in. It's titled Miami Blues. Uh, it uh, has an ex-con that is leaves prison, tries to start a new life, but then kills the Hare Krishna at the airport by breaking his finger off. And that's where the whole thing starts. Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, you might enjoy it. 
the other thing is I've got a second half subject for you. I don't think you've ever talked about this, so uh, I'm, uh, I'm a little bit interested in your guys' backgrounds, who, who you guys are and what your background is. Uh, sometimes you talk about films in a way that kind of tells me that you maybe know a little bit more than you, what you're talking that you than what you're implying. Uh, have you ever been in film school? Have you have worked in films? Worked at a video store? Uh, have you actually made any films? Or anything like that? Okay, this is Straight Outta Tijuana. Out. So, first up, Tijuana. He forgot to mention that Miami Blues stars Alec Baldwin and Fred Ward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. We didn't do it because it's a good movie. Yeah. All right. It's. right. I'm sorry. I, I was, it was never even on the list for consideration. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's, maybe it's too long? No, it was only 97 minutes. Really? But That's a good movie. But yeah, it's pretty well regarded. I fucking love Miami Blues. Yeah. All right. So let's all watch Miami Blues. Yeah. Not for the show. Just came out on Blu-ray recently. Ooh, Miami Blu-ray. Ah, uh, <laughs> you are right. <laughs> Way to sell that one. Was, yeah, you can't hear the inflection in my voice because mm. of the, the yeah, mucus. Sure. I can uh, hear the infection in your voice. There it is. Grouse. Uh, ah, get some. Uh, as no, far as I don't want. As far as backgrounds go, I we may have mentioned it, but it's worth mentioning again. We'll do the quick version. Yeah, I mean, I I studied animation and film in school. Animation. Yeah, 3D animation. <laughs> I did not do... Uh, well, I did do some some 2D hand-drawn stuff, but that stuff's a pain in the ass. That's why they hire out keyframes to other people to do it. But uh, no, I studied 3D animation and and took filmmaking classes as far as that goes. You know, study theory and analysis and all that, but never did anything with it. Because I didn't want to move to California and work at Pixar and work 100-hour weeks. So, that's why I'm stuck here. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Cool. Oh, um, yeah. I, I, I went to film school for a bit. And I, I'm a, I'm a full school, film school dropout. Yay. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, and know. it shows. And it shows. <laughs> no, I mean, they, uh, you know, I got working in it. And it was like, wow, these are 14-hour days after day after day after day after day after day after day. And I was like... All they really did in film school was basically tell you all the reasons you probably shouldn't try to get into film. <laughs> mm-hmm. So get get ready to have that gut punch if it's, you ever try to go there. It's to weed out the weak. Right, exactly. Well, I gave up. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I try to make some things. And I worked in video store, if that's what you're asking. But that's the quick version. Yep. Chuck? I guess I went the, the Tarantino route with everything. I grew up in a video store, uh, worked there all through high school, and then... Wrote a couple scripts and then got in the mindset of I would not be able to handle it if this thing got picked up and then drastically overhauled, Mm -hmm. which is basically what happens to every script now. Um, So I just put them in a drawer and stopped writing and then basically kind of became a film critic, which, you know. Is a terrible cliche, but is that the Tarantino route? Well, up until that point, at that point you take a Roger Ebert turn. Instead of getting famous, I did nothing. Okay, Um, and now you're stuck here. Yeah, and now I'm stuck here. But um, I was the Tarantino with a Shyamalan twist at the end. Yes, it was a surprise. Um, What the twist? Yeah, Uh, it was basically doing the thing on uh, film critic 
stuff on the internet, like in the early days of the internet and, mm-hmm. uh, like help found the online film critic society and stuff like that. And then just one day realized I don't want to be writing reviews of every new movie that comes out. Um, I just thought that there was a lot of validity to older movies mm-hmm. and I would have rather spent my time catching up instead of just seeing the three theatrical movies that came out every Friday because that was a soul sucking experience. Yeah. And back then also, as far as the internet goes, it was like, well, you, if you want to, make your reviews matter you have to be like First. a newspaper movie critic yeah and well you yeah if you want to be taken seriously you had to write for print yeah but even then it was like you have to be doing current reviews how wrong were they well not sadly very. <laughs> it still works that way yeah. but you know now print that is dead oh yeah that, oh, sure but, but, but as far as like websites go but like sites like sites like the dissolve that really tried to focus on all right here's this movie we love from 1997 yep you know, and we're going to write five articles on it this week, and that's going to be our movie of the week. And then we're going to do this retrospective on this. And yeah, the dissolve doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Because advertisers don't care. Yeah. Right. Unfortunately. Yeah. It's, it, it's in general, like the movie audience that wants to read well-written essays isn't there. Yeah. Unfortunately, it just, it's not. You it, can, you can still run that kind of site. You just can't expect to make money off yeah, of it. Yeah. You can't ever. make a living off of it. Yeah. There wouldn't be a Pauline Kale like now like writing entire books about a movie or five, you know, like a couple mm-hmm. of very f- specific kinds of movies and write an entire book about it. Yep. Yeah. But man, I, I, what you're talking about, the whole soul sucking experience of seeing everything like back in 99. Mm-hmm. That's exactly the year I was thinking of. I worked for a TV station and I got preview passes to just about everything. And I lived across the street from a movie theater. Mm-hmm. So if they had passes, I, it was like, Oh, I'll go see that. Oh, David Spade in a romantic comedy. Great. What is it? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's free. And, you know, when you're like freaking 23 or whatever, you got all the time in the world. Freedom isn't free, man. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When you're sitting through fucking forces of nature, you know, and and wing commander and the sixth man, you know, every. Are you trying to say something wrong with wing commander? That was 98 anyway. Well, I'm just like that era of, you know. Now there's a secondary Wayans brother movie. You mm-hmm. know, it's just like fucking hell. I just I can't, yeah, can't do this anymore. Well, and the thing is, you get to see st- there. There are some things where you're like, yeah, like I got to see the Matrix early, and mm-hmm. I got to see uh, you know, episode one early, which ouch. But you know, and like Fight Club, <laughs> I got to see before anybody. So there's like kind of that cool factor of it. Yeah. But yeah, it's also like who cares about whatever that David Spade movie was, and you know, and Ed TV, and like who cares. Yep. You know, there's so much that it's like, wow. Yeah. Were there being a movie called Ed, v- Ed TV? It had the cast of True Detective. Yeah, it, it did. <laughs> oh, so that's really True Detective yeah. season three. And yep. McConaughey worked TV. in a video store. All right. <laughs> God, I can't imagine how dated that movie feels now. Now oh, I think it's about so, it. So I watched it after True Detective. That's, yeah. <laughs> Just T- because that dynamic was so weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Didn't Ed TV and uh, The Truman Show come out within... Yeah, yeah. it was Dante Speak Volcano. Yeah. yeah, it was one of those weird... Yeah. Oh, speaking... I watched Volcano on, on cable the other day. <laughs> what a fucking dumb movie that is. Yeah. Holy oh, Jesus. Oh, you think? Yeah, Dante Speak wins in that one. <laughs> sure. But man, Volcano is so dumb. <laughs> It's so goddamn dumb. <laughs> Most of the late 90s was pretty goddamn dumb. Yeah. I'm starting to remember like what EdTV was, and I am I now want to scrub it off of my brain again. 
I had not remembered anything about Ed, D, Ed TV. It's in the epitome of a Chuck Klein years. movie. It absolutely is. It, it is. It is like so middle of the road. It's there's no consequence to anything that happens in it. There's yeah. so little conflict. It just like it's like a good natured hangout with Matthew McConaughey movie. Yeah, back all before right, he was right, like serious. Right. Yeah, like the best part of that movie is him working in a video store trying to get people to rent Smokey and the Bandit, and yeah. and the kids are just like fuck no. <laughs> I don't care about this old man and he's like just pissed off at everybody because they're not yeah. renting his his selected <laughs> picks. Yeah. But yeah, that movie is I mean that it's a Ron Howard movie and it's just it feels like the most Ron Howard movie. <laughs> yeah. Like when you just think of, oh, a Ron Howard comedy, you're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. And I have watched uh, some movies before. Yeah. Um, I am secretly an, uh, an Oscar winning director. That's my. <gasps> mm. For what? movies <laughs> you're you're actually alan moore aren't you oh okay wow was it the wizard beard that yes gave it, it away? <laughs> it's actually alan smithy oh yes oh. Yeah, alan moore smithy mm-hmm. <laughs> all right yeah so, i have i have no background in this i just uh, i am along for the ride we just dragged you along yeah. we brought you in for your silky smooth voice i can That's do an right. intro <laughs> we made the guy do an intro so we we're like bj 316 17 episodes you're, later you're our old dirty bastard basically yeah i am yeah. i am the I'm wild card yeah. <laughs> i cut the brakes you're, you're, on every you're, you're the color commentary just i don't know yeah ah, voices <laughs> yeah. boner joke all right so we got one last one this is one of our patreon messages uh-huh one of our uh one of our backers for their shout out this is eli g he wrote and he said yo Bamfcast, this is eli g from virginia and i'd appreciate a shout out on one of the live streams fun fact randy macho man savage and i share a birthday so when you do the shout out please do it like macho man cutting a promo um well that's it who does the best macho man i think you were supposed to do that before or are we shouting out now now we'll shout him out now that's what he wants oh, oh dear yeah. macho <laughs> man is coming <laughs> eli <laughs> i've been to the top of the mountain eli you see and only one partner can join me there and it's you eli when you're a patron of the bimp cast you're like the cream rising to the top. When you're out there at home watching us on the video screens, <laughs> I want you to think about us. Hi! <laughs> <laughs> what kind of champagne? It doesn't matter. Nothing matters, Eli. Except you. <laughs> right, all of that. What were we shouting out originally? We were supposed to That's mention, it. Just, we were just supposed to mention say him? Eli over yeah. and over again. Oh, okay. <laughs> Eli G wanted a shout out. So. <laughs> yes. Chuck is always our missile. <laughs> uh, I know. No Slim Jim mentions. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, we're talking real Macho Man here. Yeah. This yeah. is this is legit. Yeah. <laughs> it's a man who hated Hogan's guts. Mm-hmm. BJ, I like that. And that's what he's going to leave all over the mat. Was steering into this ASA <laughs> that like gangland macho man from his oh was that macho ombre yeah <laughs> yeah it had that cadence to it that's I don't do the best macho man but I try it hurts it hurts to do macho man yeah. for too long mm. so 
but there you go. So thank you, Eli, for being a patron, and yeah! I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> Your mustache is crooked. <laughs> Macho uh, Man was the best. He was the best. Yeah, he was. Yep. No one will ever be better than Macho Man. Macho nope. Man cut some of the best promos in the world. There was a like, there was a YouTube series that I that oh, I yeah. caught that was like Macho Man's ten best uh, promos, and they're all just absolutely insane like cocaine is so good mm-hmm. <laughs> for what it's given us mm-hmm. um and mean gene also was able to run with it so well every time he would just like he was like a almost like a goalie you know when mm-hmm. when macho man would try to like go off too far he'd kind of like bat him back in you know like mm-hmm. push him back into play yeah but Macho Man was also really good at being like, you know what, Mean Gene, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, I don't, I'm not going to listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> and just go back on whatever crazy tangent uh, he, he felt like going on. Um, I, the I hate your guts, Hogan, is still my favorite one <laughs> of all time. So I hate your guts, and that's what I'm going to leave all over the mat. <laughs> WrestleMania 8. Yep. The thing where he dissects second by second the video where Hogan puts his hand on Miss Elizabeth's yeah. ass is just the best. Oh my God. As a kid, I laughed for days thinking about that. He's like, right there. <laughs> you there put your is. hands the betrayal. <laughs> I don't appreciate. So good. Yeah. yeah. And to think like he, Spider-Man, that's it. Ooh, like yeah. no one Boom ever saws ready. capitalized on putting him in a movie. Nope. Yeah. He was on like Thunder in Paradise or some shit, but you know, I wonder if he ever I think got he was, on a set and they were just like, we don't know how to control this guy. I vaguely I, remember them talking about that in the Macho Man had documentary. Had to have been it. Like, they were just like, I, how do you put this guy in anything? Yeah, <laughs> he would just have to do that the whole time. Yeah, because like Roddy Piper at least could, you know, he, he was never really not playing Roddy Piper, but he right. could also tone it down and be in a movie. Yeah. Whereas like Savage was always on. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, 100%. Have you ever, I mean, besides like a documentary, have you ever heard him do a normal voice. No. Never. <laughs> I have never had yeah. Nope. I've never even heard it I'm in a documentary. T- I'm trying to think about and I, I don't know right. I don't know that I've heard anything lighter than kind of like toned down macho man. Right. Just slightly less like ninety eight percent macho man. <laughs> yeah. It just always sounded like he was pushing the words out of his stomach. Like that's what I was like. It took like effort to get it out of Mm -hmm. your body through the mouth. (laughs) Like he had the world's tiniest, (laughs) you know, windpipe pushing the words. (laughs) Well, he had such muscular vocal cords that it had to be forced past. It's all tight. Yeah. Yep. Um, Also, for the for the some of the worst promos out of the guy that you would expect to give the best promos. Uh, Ultimate Warrior promos are terrible. Um, and then to make yourself feel better about the world, go watch a Dusty Rhodes promo or 70. <laughs> yep. All right. So that's been the wrestling minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks, Eli. <laughs> so you want to give him some contact information? I was just going to say, speaking of, you know, speaking of patrons and Patreons and stuff, um, check out our website, bmfcast.com. On the right-hand side, there's a bunch of buttons that'll take you to all our stuff, including our Patreon, which I'll get to in a minute. Um, also, if you want to email us directly, bmf at bmfcast.com, or give us a call on the Garfield phone, 9105-JOCKS-BMF or 9105569263, and the Patreon, patreon.com slash bmfcast. Uh, 
you can donate some money to us if you want. That's a good thing, and it's helping us get some stuff together, and we'll uh, we'll be really excited to announce things eventually. Is right. that vague enough? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, it's non-committal enough that I appreciate it. We, we will be excited about things soon to talk about. Yes. <laughs> All right, well, I think that's going to do it, isn't it? Yep. Great. I think so. Yeah. Well, let's get out of here. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Banffcast out. <laughs>